What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. Well, welcome to the Wake Up Show. Part of the Free Agent Lifestyle podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. You in here with the Bruce Wayne this ish. The King of Kings, the King of Content, the Speaker of Truth, yours truly. New, 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 new world order. The Notorious One, a.k.a. Mr. Cochellini, better known as the Prognosticator Coach Adamus. And you're in the Desert Storm Bunker with none other than every woman's fantasy, Mr. EWF, the whole effing show, the Black Moses of this, Mr. Undebatable, and the best edutainment on YouTube, plus the eight-time demonetized champion of YouTube, <laughs> Mr. C. God Allah. Yes, that's who I am. And we got a great show for you lined up to, uh, for today. Speaking of, are you dating a narcissist? All right, are you dating a narcissist? You're like CGA, that's you. All right, listen. And that's you. Well, that's debatable. However, are you dating a narcissist? Actually, when you look up the definition of the narcissist, uh, you will find that many people, it's very open. It's very open. And you will find that whoever's the one persecuting the narcissist is normally the narcissist. All right. And so there's going to be a lot of that going on back and forth because people learn these new words and phrases and they'd be like, well, I'm going to, I'm going to diagnose you as a narcissist. And then the other person says, well, no, actually, but then that makes you the narcissist. But what we're going to do is here, we're going to use video evidence, data, statistics, moon stars, and quasars. To determine if you, gentlemen, and that's you, are in fact dating a narcissist. Or did you marry a narcissist? We're going to go through some clips. We're going to go through some clips, some evidence to see if, in fact, you have dated a narcissist. Or did you marry a narcissist? You might still be married to a nar narcissist. Yes, a narcissist. Can you, can, you, can you say narcissist five times? All right. Shout out to the narcissist Lex Luger. Lex Luger. All right, he was the original narcissist. All right, so, but we got a great show for you lined up. We have Doom and Gloom CGA. We got no Straggle and Sniggle Theater, I don't think. We don't have Straggle Sniggle Theater, but we do have um, uh, areas where uh, the price of Poon is plummeting. The price of Poon is plummeting. We call it peace leave over here. But we have several women out here trying to give it away for low, low prices. And some women, other women, trying to give it up for rent. You know, they trying to make rent in this mug. Your rent's due, motherfucker. There's a way around this. This is actually crazy. But we're going to see it because there's a lot of guys that watch my show. They, they, they watch it. They, they're trying to get answers to why their last relationship didn't work out. All right, the girl sent the guy. Your last girlfriend sent you in a tailspin. You were like, what happened? Okay, there's a lot of guys that are married watching me sniggling. <laughs> You have to watch me at work with headphones on. You're like, this is great. You're watching me like we used to listen to Eddie Murphy, Delirious, when I was a kid. It's like, damn, our parents don't know we were listening to this. Goonie goo goo. <laughs> Sniggling. You know who you are. All right, there's men that are watching me that have found themselves and they got the after pill. There's angry men following me. You know, the angry males of society. Waiting for me to roast women. There's ladies watching me in my chocolate skin. They're like, this guy's handsome. All right. They're like, this guy. There's young women watching me. 
between the ages of 18 and 30, they're like, they're like, they cheer me on. Yes, daddy. Tell them. Okay, daddy. All right. They're all listening to me. There's ladies watching me like this with a scowl on their face. They're like, this guy's reprehensible. He's despicable. Goodness. This guy's terrible. Don't listen to him. All women aren't like the guys she's talking about. He's talking about the bad women. What about us good women? Women in here going crazy. There's blue pillars in here. Like, we must get rid of this guy. There's blue pill guys watching me like this. This guy's terrible, reprehensible, and despicable. It doesn't belong here. And he's ugly and bald, and that's why he's talking like that. He wish he had a wife like me that I let other ninjas throttle. Yeah. <laughs> the sniggle watchers. There's a whole bunch of people in here watching me. There's content creators like, I want them to collab with me. But ain't paying no money. Ain't nobody dropping no dimes. Ninja ain't paying no money. There's content creators like, I want him to collab. Then when I don't respond, him didn't respond. I'll report all his videos. <laughs> There's content creators watching me going, okay, as soon as he drops a video I like, I'm going to start making my video. By the time he gets off of his stream, my video will post, and I'll have 11,000 views. <laughs> the feds is watching me. The FBI, the CIA, the NARA. All right. The news media is watching me. They're watching me like this. My private investigators watching me trying to get my baby mama terrorist some child support money. Child support's watching me like, oh, my God. Can you put your donations on the screen, please? <laughs> Dating coaches watching me talking about CGA ain't got the mouthpiece. <laughs> Pocket watchers watching me like, oh, my God, let's see. He has a Porsche. Does he own it? Oh, my God. Where did he get it from? What store? How much did he pay for it? <laughs> Yo, you got to understand, man. I got a tough job. I got a target on my back. And it just is always trying to eat off of me. I got the I got the pro blacks watching me. Like when we have our revolution, we're gonna get CGA first. Mm. <laughs> All right, they're watching me. CGA must go down first when we start the revolution. <laughs> Yo, man, I got a tough job. You think two thousand, twenty five hundred, three thousand people are in here watching me, supporting me like Hercules, Hercules? They're not supporting me. I got mad haters watching me, but they can't help it. Because nothing else is on YouTube right now. <laughs> Celebrities watching me. My 304s are watching me. There's nothing else on YouTube. I have already checked. All right. There's not another legit live stream show on right now. I'm telling you right now. It's the King of Kings is here. Oh, you can try because I see you leaving the stream. You're like, we're going to tune in at the 40 minute mark when he gets into the show. So you're zooming through your YouTube suggestion box like, all right, let me see here. There's got to be a video. There's a video. There's a video. Looks like what CGA talked about yesterday. All right, I'll watch it. Click. You watch it. 11 minutes later, they say, like, subscribe, and share. You're like, shit. Mm. All right, the video's off. Now what do I do? Gotta go back to CGA. Let's see what he's talking about. And I'd be like, and welcome to Straggle with Snickle Theater. They're like, shit, damn. All right, I'll come back in about 25 minutes. They go through their suggestion box. What else is here? Oh, there's another video. 
All right, there. Here it is. Click. Eight minutes and 38 seconds. Like, share, and subscribe. Damn, the video's over. Guess I got to go back. Watch CGA. <laughs> you in here with the king of kings, the king of content, and the one and only speaker of truth, yours truly, the notorious one, is here. New, 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 new world order. Shit, he just started. This is the only show going on right now. <laughs> don't that ninja's trying to wait 40 minutes in all right i'm gonna watch it 40 minutes in no 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 you <laughs> oh man that's crazy what are we doing man all right let's get to the show i know we're messing around to contribute to today's show yeah this is why they call me the whole effing show i'm the whole effing show i stop all what everybody's doing on youtube the content creators everybody Everybody got to stop what they doing. They like, all right, we can't drop my video in the middle of CGA stream. <laughs> all right, so they got to wait. Click. All right, we drop it at 1130. Oh, this ninja going four hours today. <laughs> all right, check it out. The whole epic show is here. Anyway, let's get to the day's show. Dollar sign the notorious CGA on the cash app. Bimmo, Coach Greg Adams TV. PayPal, paypal.me. Backslash Coach Greg Adams, and that is pinned to the top of the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. It should be. It's not. Or you can super chat on the Notorious CGA channel. New, 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 new All right, look, order. let me do this, man. Let me do this. And people ain't even in the building. <laughs> they ain't even in the building yet. Oh, man. Where we at here? Let's go on here. Uh, let's see here. I got to get over here and type this in. I got to type this in. Let me see here. Purple Pillars watching me. Well, he's no MTR. He's, he stole off MTR. Shout out to MTR. When I mention his name, I'm not dissing him. Okay, I'm not dissing him. Trust me. Well, he's no MTR. <laughs> he does no reactions like him. Purple Pillar's like, at least, at least he believes in marriage. And he left the manosphere. This guy's still in the manosphere, so I can't listen to him. What we doing, man? Let's stop new, messing new, around. New, new, new world order. Let's stop messing around. All right, here we go. <laughs> and he sounds like Kevin Samuels. All right, shout out to Albert Wesker says, modern XXs are narcissists like Lex Luger in 1993. Shout out to you. Daniel Mack is in the building. Shout out to you and their little red Corvette. All right, he says, if you can't be manipulated, then you end up being the bad guy. Now, I'm, yes. Now I'm embracing being the bad guy, Reverend X, and thanks for all you do. I don't give a fuck what you think, bitch. Cut that bitch off. Next caller. Yes, indeed. Hey, man, the bad guy at some particular point, you know, they called it the, the, the villain origin story. We all have figured out and we became the villain. Even the bad toxic men that are in our younger days, they figured it out a long time ago, became a villain. Mr. QG Jen is what I'm going to call you. CGA, I had a noise complaints against me last night. The last 30 minutes of last night's show is comparable to this Chappelle stand-up. He said, best on the YouTube. I haven't laughed so hard in years. And if you missed the last 30 minutes of last night's show, I, I wonder, you know, because this show is a variety show, you know, and it's a family show. And uh, although I will put up a thing to draw you in you know the the title of today's show is normally our main event but the show is the main event 
And if you just watch, you know, my thumbnail guy, shout out to Vans, my thumbnail guy. I mean, no, he's not my thumbnail guy. He's my timestamp guy. If you wait and watch my show just by the timestamps, I think you're missing like 90% of the show. But listen, I'm not going to tell you what to do. I don't have time. You don't have time. I get it. But if you're like, I'm going to just skip to when he's talking about whatever he says is on the thumbnail. I don't know. You missed like the whole stream. <laughs> you missed the whole stream. Like, I don't know. Like, I listen, I do my edits and I edit. And I deliver the edits. I get it. Everybody only has a short attention span. Some of y'all has have an attention span of an ant. But um, if you just watch, if you just watch that portion of the show, you didn't miss the whole show. I'm just like, I don't know. Like that's like coming in and saying, okay, the comedian is about to deliver the last 15 minutes and the big punchline. Well, you don't know the reference. You didn't see the setup. And and sometimes people. And sometimes people in the comment section, you can see they didn't see the show. They didn't see the show. They didn't see the whole show. Even if I put it on my one of my smaller channels, a replay. Like I was talking about Tyrese and uh, the prenup. And then in the entire comment section, the first three comments I saw was like, child support's not a part of a prenup. And I'm like, I, I, I don't know. And I don't remember what I said in the, in the edit. But it's kind of like when they're saying that they're, they're acting like I forgot to tell you that, which is not true. That's just the short part of the clip. That's what you would have saw if you watched the timestamp. But I already dropped that information before and after, and that's what happens when ninjas got short attention spans. They're only going to watch that little part, and then most of their commentary is is a is geared towards like you know that that it's it's a complete weird situation. But yeah, y'all missed the whole show. You missed the complete whole show if you're just watching portions of it. But listen, do whatever you got to do here. All right, shout out to Lee Smith. He says, there is a list of narcissist traits. CGA, please recite them. You'll notice that XXs have all of them. And the only time you call someone a narcissist is if they are a guy. He says, because women naturally are narcissists. And we are going to read a couple of things about um, uh, narcissism. Yeah, and all of the traits that you're going to see them. I'm going to show you videos of women complaining about men, but you'll see that they're the narcissists. Whatever they're complaining about, it's, it's completely one of those things that people don't want. They don't want men to talk about this, but I put my neck on the line for you, brother. So I appreciate a like. Can I get a like? Can I get a like? <laughs> right, can I get a like? Yeah, Silent Brother, uh, Silent Brother says that's why TikTok is so big because people got a 30-second attention span at best. All right, so... Uh, to do live shows like this, and by the way, I'm delivering some of the best content. I mean, nobody can do this day in and day out like this. Like, if you're a watcher and you watch all my streams, like, I'm pretty sure you enjoy all of them. Not everybody can do that. Not everybody can keep up. But I'm get, I'm hitting the nail on the head every day. Like, do, for hours. <laughs> like, this is unheard of. Formatted show. I got a script. Jokes in between lessons yeah man i'm doing this and i love it and i love it that you guys love it all right because you're a big part of the show rpd3 advice on getting female attention i feel lonely without female attention this ninja okay you need to go back to my videos from about 2018 and you know you need to buy my catalog right <laughs> buy my catalog 
he's asking me questions that are elementary, man. And, you know, this is one of the problems I have. I try to make comment. I try to make my content, you know, too specific. The most basic form of content is actually the most valuable. And you'll see content creators. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to explain shit out, give evidence and reasoning. Then I see somebody put up Brittany Renner, Steve Harvey, views go through the roof. How to give fuel attention, 100,000 100, views, right? The simplest content is the best, but you're asking for some shit that I've retired from, right? I've retired from. And uh, if you're a lonely male, uh, look within yourself. This shit is disgusting. If you're a lonely male, disgusting. I mean, Ninja, you, yeah, he's got to be a troll at this point. He's a troll. I've already noticed that guy's a troll, but he continues to donate, so I'll let him troll. As long as you donate, Ninja, and bump your donations up, too, please. Give him some little donations. Ninja, hey, look, the next time you chat me, it got to be $20 and above, or I ain't reading it. But you can donate. <laughs> you can donate it. All right, but I'm only reading. That's your last time I'm reading your chat. Yeah, because this dude right here, been, he been asking me too much questions. Hey, look. Do me a favor, $20 and up, just for you, sir, just for you. But you can keep donating them twos and fives like you do every day, trying to get my attention like a bish. All right, shout out to Martin says, I haven't even finished watching last night's stream. Indeed, yeah, shout out to the trolls, man. Hey, 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 oh, 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 yeah, $20 and up. All right, man, to troll. Jesus, you know, ladies, I feel for you sometimes. I do feel for ladies sometimes, man, because there's some bitch. There's a lot of bitch ninjas out here. Even if that's a woman, I can't even tell. I feel bad. <laughs> All right. Y'all got to deal with a lot of bitch ninjas out here. Ain't got shit else to do. All right. Wampa Barra says, Sip Harvey should be arrested for first degree shipping. Zipping in the building. Is Venmo back, by the way? Venmo cancel my account? What's new? Did y'all hear MGM? MGM got hacked <laughs> for the last couple of weeks, and they got stuck up. They got held for ransom by hackers and had to pay it. Oh, Jesus, man, this is crazy. What a world we live in. Shout out to MGM Hotels. They own like six or seven or eight hotels. Yeah. All right, I'm going to come back to Venmo and all of that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to come back to it because y'all need a show. All right, this is where people come back after watching two videos. And I've already dropped like two videos worth of information. Well, let's get into a little doom and gloom, CGA. Let's get it. Indeed. Uh, yeah, man. They, yeah, Caesar's Palace, too. They, they out here. I mean, the next world war will be fought with computer screens, but the, the next one will be sticks and stones. Doom and gloom, CGA. Let's catch you guys up of what's going on. El Chapo's wife, girlfriend, bottom bish, his top amiga, Lorena herself, <laughs> Lorena, has been released from prison. Uh-oh, man, it's on like Donkey Kong. And damn, if that's his top girl, Ninja, I've been doing good out here, boy, and Tuesday looking good for me. Where you at, lady? Uh, 
Maria, Maria. Bring it back, man. Hey, listen, and uh, if you need somebody to push a little weight for you. No, nah, not me. El Chapo's wife has been released from prison. She out here back in the in these streets. She back here in these streets, wife of in prison cartel leader Joaquin El Chapo Guzman, now free again. And look, she looking like she ain't playing no games. In these streets. She looking like she ain't playing no games. Yo, Lorena, she about to come out here and start making shit happen. Oh, my goodness. And, yes, she doesn't look that spectacular, but, hey, it says Emma, and I ain't talking shit either. Emma, whatever her last name is, the wife of imprisoned drug kingpin El Chapo Guzman was released Wednesday. She was released from the Long Beach, California halfway house where she had been transferred after being released from a Texas federal prison. Imagine being, imagine being in a halfway house in Long Beach and you roll up and you see her down on ocean getting a coffee. Mm. And you're like, look at this Mexican chick. You know what I mean? You're like, ah, whatever. You probably just like, she, cause look, man, just, let's just be honest. I mean, listen, if you live in Southern California, I mean, you seen like 90, 50, 11 women that look just like this. This would be the stock factory issue version of Southern California Mexican. I mean, I'm just letting you know. And I'm being nice, too. I'm being nice. But I would smash. And she got a, she got a nice little tailored suit on. She, she out here balling. All right. I think her money is good. Mm. Guzman was the leader of the Sinola drug cartel, which is known for kidnappings. Well, I didn't say nothing. And heavily armed militia prior to the 2019 conviction for the drug and gun trafficking charges, he is serving life prison at a federal supermax in Colorado. After his conviction, three of Guzman's son, it says, had taken over leadership roles in the organization. Well, I hope they're not watching me today. I hope she's not watching me. It says in May, uh, it says uh, it says right here she was sanctioned. Okay, who cares about all that? She served three years in prison for 2021 for drug and money laundering charges. And we can confirm she's been released from custody. Uh-oh, is she headed this way? Mm. All right, let me see if she headed over here. Sinaloa, Sinaloa, I can't pronounce it. She was released prior to completing a three-year sentence, and she, which raises questions about why she was released at this particular date. They like, why you let her out? All right, why you let her out? Well, man, she out now. Look, and she out. And by the way, she pulled the, my husband's a businessman. He don't deal drugs. Oh, she a down chick. She a down ass chick. Yeah, man, you need you a down ass chick like this right here. Tell him, tell him. All right, tell him. All right, now, here's, here's ninjas. Why cover this? Oh, my God, these ninjas. Talk about women. Why cover this? Man, we got some crying ass Mitch ninjas here. I can't stand them. Can you just watch the show? This is doom and gloom CGA. Do I got to explain what's wrong with ninjas? Why are we talking about this? Why are we talking about it? I don't understand. This has nothing to do with hypergamy. This is a hypergamy show. Why are you talking about things? Talk about what I want you to talk about. Crying bitch ninjas. First of all, this is part of the doom and gloom CGA. 
emotional. I mean, hey, look, let me take a minute. Let me take a minute. Please don't watch my show. (laughs) I'm ready for the Mitch Ninjas to be gone. I'm ready for Mitch Ninjas to be gone. This is, that's nothing to do with hypergamy. Talk about how, coach, talk about when I'm lonely and a hypergamous woman leaves me. Mitch Ninjas, hey, tuck your tampon string in. This is part of the doom and gloom episode. Go watch somebody else. So go watch another raging red pillar. <laughs> Why is this covering you? Why are you covering this coach? Because I'm lonely right now and I need another episode of hypergamy. <laughs> this does not make sense. This does not coincide with the show. I want you to talk about how you can't approach women and modern women in 2023. <laughs> hey, and I'm going to send you home and you're going to be right back. Unbelievable. Mitch Ninjas. This is literally part of doom and gloom CGA. Cause I don't know if you know, this is going to spark the cartello's growth again. Cartello back in business. The main bitch is back in business. Oh, ninjas don't care, huh? All right. You Mitch Ninja. All right. I'm crazy. What is wrong with betas out here? I can't stand these betas. All right. Doom and gloom CGA will continue with the betas or not. (laughs) Do you see this on your screen? More baby boomers are falling into homelessness. Thanks to death of spouse, expensive medical emergency and or soaring rents. As many are too frail to climb bunk beds in shelters. Wow. Wow. As I told you, the boomers are in trouble. All right. The, the, their their $45,000 a year human resource job that they were so proud about. Their University of Phoenix degree or DeVry. All right. Some of them may have done good if they held on to their houses, but most of them haven't. And also, not saving for retirement and refinancing your house five or six times. Yes, your mama moving back in with you. Why are you covering this? Because your mama, your mama bitch ninja is moving back in with you. Or she's going to be living on the streets. That's why I'm covering it. Get your ass ready. This is doom and gloom. This economy is crippling people. And this is not in the United States. I think this is in the United Kingdom. But there's going to be more and more of this. And this is going to be the result of, why are you covering this? Why are you covering this? Because AKA feminism, AKA divorce culture, AKA people ain't saving no money. This is all a result of all of that. That's why. Connect the dots. They, they cannot function on their own. Not a lot, not a lot of them. So they're trying to figure out what they're going to do next. This boomer generation is going to cost a lot of people. And by the way, you ninjas that's living with your boomer parents, y'all through. Y'all through. All right. Oh, by the way, these boomer women are, are now on a TV show trying to find dates and marriages. Oh, they're going to be targeting you. And they're going to be targeting you young men, too, because they need a place to live. We got a lot of hobosexuals out here. We're going to have a lot of hobosexuals out here. And if you're depending on your boomer or Gen X parent, Ninja, you are about to be up Shit's Creek because they ain't got shit either. All right. So buckle your seatbelt. 
Buckle your seatbelt. I told you this was coming. And Oh, by the way, didn't I tell you this was coming? Yes, I'll pat myself on the back again. This is real. This is our new reality. Ring the bell on these people. <laughs> he says, pass out crayons first. Yeah, next time we go. This show is elevating. I'm elevating this show in 2024. All right, this ain't going to be the same old, same old. Ninja, you want me to talk about your hypergamy? Ninja, pay me. <laughs> All right, pay me. You want me to talk about what you want to talk about? It's going to be $1,000 a subject. All right, but we elevating the show, and we getting rid of Mitch Ninjas. All right, we had your fun. Mitch Ninjas, you had your fun. I patted you on the back, and you still a Mitch after five years. All right, so now, Ninja, pay up. <laughs> All right, we elevating the show. I'm taking it to the next level. Okay, 20, 2018 CGA ain't here no more. And take your Mitch ass on. Speaking of boomers, let's talk about the good boomers right now and the millennials taking that L. All right, here it is right here. Check this out. Boomers, after selling a house to some millennial, uh, millennials for $2 million that they purchased in 1969 for $13 and a handful of almonds. Let's take a look at how the boomers are making it. Oh, we doing the Charleston. We doing the Charleston. All right, here we go right here. Uh-oh, oh, shit. Oh, hell no. They getting you out here, man. They getting you. Boomers after selling the house that they bought for $13 and a handful of almonds to millennials for $2 million, man. What a world to live in. Some boomers are making off like bandits. And by the way, as soon as they get that $2 million, all they going to do is die. Okay. They ain't, ain't going to do nothing with the $2 million. All right. All right, they ain't gonna be. They don't know, know, know what to do with it. They just out here getting finesse. Hey man, what a world we live in. This is when the boomers be like, "You should buy a house." It made sense for them. All right, buying a house means me buying a two million dollar house that you bought for like one hundred and sixty eight thousand. Yeah, that ain't no <laughs> right. That's no. That ain't no effing deal. That ain't no effing deal. Speaking of ninja, get your money up. Get your bread up pricing out getting priced out of the housing market now people are getting priced out of the car market by the way if you're buying a car in this market today i don't know what to tell you like why buy a car now i mean now if you don't mind paying the the the, it's the crazy interest rates why buy a car now like i know somebody trying to buy a car for their kid right now i'm like moron <laughs> right more and they don't have the money they claim to not have the money. I'm like, moron. Why would you do that? You only pay cash for a car. Financing a car is crazy right now. But let's let them hear it. I would argue at least 50% of the market is is almost completely priced out of being able to wow. buy the way that they uh, traditionally Wait, would. So uh, what do you mean by that? 50% of the market is priced out of the car industry? Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, if you think about retail, uh, the retail vehicle market, it is a financing market. People, the, the most important number is the monthly payment. Yep. And uh, when you look at what the household uh, households in the U.S., the distribution of their incomes, uh, about half can only afford about a $400 payment. And it is really difficult to produce a $400 payment in either the new or the used market today because of the combination of vehicle prices and, and interest rate. Yeah, the interest rates is what's killing people. Vehicle prices are up as well. The, you know, the, the, um, the consumer, not that I can't really call it, what is it? The CFI report came up. And um, out of all the things that are gone up, I think used cars have gone slightly down. But the car market is kind of like if you have cash, cash is king. And, you know, you could go to, 
uh, auto broker. You can go to auctions. You can go to marketplaces on the Internet. Uh, but going to finance a car right now is just crazy to me. That's crazy talk. That's crazy talk. I don't even care if you got the money, like you could, if you can afford the monthly. But people, you know, 20% of new car purchases have a monthly payment of over $1,000. $1,000, that's a month, all right? And people normally shop by monthly payment. So it's got the CPI. Did I say CFI? The CPI index uh, inflation report came out yesterday or the day before. And it shows that the price of goods are way far accelerating the rise in income. All right. And they anticipated it to be lower, which means that more than likely in this next meeting, uh, the Fed is going to raise the interest rates again, 25 basis points or something like that. Then they're going to meet again in November. Then they're going to meet again in 2024. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. So um, if you're thinking about this, why are you covering this? I'm trying to help men, I'm trying to help you out. They just want me to talk about hypergamy again. All right. We're covering this because we're trying to give men a sense of, hey, man, I know people are trying to, I know banks are after you. I know you might be in a need. You might want to reconsider because this is not the ideal market. Maybe if you wait a couple months, ride your bike, take the bus, ride the train, and then stack a few chips, you can have a little bit more leverage in the marketplace when you got cash. You got cash. Cash is king right now. And uh, you might want to have, because, and also people are desperate to get rid of cars. So, um, you know, some people have second cars, third cars. Some people are in a bind. They might be willing to get rid of their car and you might be able to come in with $6,000 and get you a decent car. All right. So anyway, uh, watch out for that. All right. And, uh, pay off your car. But, uh, yeah, getting a, getting an auto loan right now would be crazy. And they're saying 50% of the population cannot afford a $400 payment. Who, who has a $400 payment? Like, who has a car with a $400 payment like that you bought in 2023? That would be rare. Ladies, I know. Listen to me. Ladies, listen to me. I know you bought a car this year. I know you bought. Oh, by the way, we told you the Nissan Altima is being discontinued. Yep, and they're designed to fail. fail. These cars don't last five years. All right, and you financed it for seven. All right, but, but, but ladies, I know you bought a car. Is your car payment under 400 bucks? Jeez, under 400, somebody says 475, all right, try not to get a car payment, that's in my book, why are you covering this, it's literally in my book, this part was in the free agent lifestyle, mm-hmm. it just didn't read the book, Vision Ninja, all right, so let's get to the next one right here, uh, this lady right here, what happens when you graduate with a degree, and graduated from college with my bachelor's at 20, with a degree in communication sciences with an emphasis in speech and language pathology. All right, so this young Ling Ling here graduating from the University of California, Los Angeles, better known as UCLA. She's telling you guys, you better burp, bitch. Why do I have to work? I am sexy. I am sexy. All right, so here she is right here. If you're not working this hard to get a job, you ain't working. Because this little Ling Ling right here been working to get her a job. Here we go. Graduated with a degree in mechanical engineering from UCLA, and you might think, oh wow, you probably have a job, right? I do now, but it was very hard to find one. I actually kept a spreadsheet. I know, this is very engineering core. I kept a spreadsheet of all of the jobs that I applied to and whether I got ghosted, whether I got interviews. Here's the finished results. So you can see here, I applied to nearly 50 jobs and I recorded pretty much every detail about them. Um, hey, uh, black people, listen. 
<laughs> I'm just playing. She applied to 50 jobs. You know, ninjas would be like, I can't find a job. They don't want to hire me. She applied to 50 jobs and with an engineering degree. All right, I bet you she's smart. All right, you might want to impregnate this woman, have your babies. All right, uh, she, they might have a chance at life. 50 jobs. All right, what, what's happening here? Um, and then I use, you know, basic Excel programs to kind of tell me the trends, if you will, in the data that we were seeing. And here they are. So out of the almost 50 jobs that I applied to, I got ghosted around 25% of the time. That includes anywhere from ghosted after applying to ghosting after a few interviews. And only about half of the time did I actually get an interview. I did end up getting offers to interview around a third of the time, and out of those, I got seven offers total, two of which were for internships. In summary, uh, even with the STEM degree, even with multiple internships, it's still hard to find a job regardless of... All right, you hear that? It's hard to find a job, all right? It's hard to find a job for everybody. She has a STEM degree, engineering, well, mechanical engineering, and she still can't find a job. I mean, now she did get a couple of offers, and she's going to break that down. But I bet you, mm, mm, I bet you it's tight. But let's continue. You know, your experience level, your education. I don't know if this looks uh, the same for everyone, um, but hopefully it's helpful. And don't be discouraged when a company ghosts you. So I. All right. Shout out to her here. That I, why are you covering this? Why are you big upping women? All right. Hey, guys, it's rough out here. It's rough out here. And she's acknowledging this. Uh, poor people that come out of the. You know, the poor Gen Z coming out of college right now, this got to be one of the worst job markets that I've seen in, in, in my entire life. Um, so the days that are gone where you could just get your degree, find you a job right out of college, those days are gone. It's highly competitive out here, highly competitive. And even when you're, pro she probably graduated pretty high in her class too. She looked like she got brains, but, um, um, and she looked like, she, never mind. Um, and, and, and she's still out here hustling, throwing her resume around, uh, trying to use her resources from her institution, her fraternity, her sorority. She's using everything, and she's grinding it out, keeping good diligent, due, due diligence, tracking it. And not only that, I want you to notice one thing. Um, I want you to notice one thing. She actually got job offers. All right, a lot of people take the first job that they get offered, and then you get mad when you get, pigeonholed when you get glass ceiling she actually had five offers and she's considering them i want you guys to understand that that's called leverage and she's saying even though i'm getting an offer i'm not just gonna take it out of desperation that's a blue chip if you will that's part of the blue chip mindset because when you're you can tell she might have family that's able to support her through this finding a job so that she could take the best job for her, the best location, the best job pay, negotiating salary, etc. That's a blue chip, right? And so consider that when you're looking for a job, just because somebody offers you one doesn't mean you have to take it. You have to make sure it's a good one for you and uh, they're giving you and compensating you properly because they're going to lowball you. And she said, oh, shit, okay. And she'll leverage one job against the next. A lot of you guys don't do that. A lot of got, you guys are scared. Are you talking to someone else? No, I'm not looking for a job nowhere else. I'm ready to join your team. She's like, okay, I got six, seven offers, two internships. I got five paid offers. Uh, this company offered me this. And she's not afraid because she probably has a good support system. She certainly lives at home with her parents. All right. She certainly has moved back with her parents. All right. And she, they, they're like, don't worry, baby. You're going to get you the job you want. 
They're not pushing her out. They're not making her start all over. And she probably has done what she needed to do for her parents, right? Her parents said, make sure you don't do drugs. Make sure you don't rebel against me. We're going to talk about that later because Jackie Chan's coming up later in the show. Why are you covering Jackie Chan? But she probably did. She did. She did what she needed to do for her family and vice versa. And they setting her up properly. All right. uh, Let's get back to the show. Is this still doom and gloom? Uh, let's see if this is doom and gloom. Let's see. Yeah, this is, um, let's see if this is doom and gloom. Uh, no, 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 no. We're going to save this one. We're going to save this part of the show. All right. So that was doom and gloom for today. Oh, and she's not a single mother more than likely. All right, so black folks, again, she's probably not a single mother. She probably didn't get impregnated midway through college. She probably didn't go back to school as a single mother. You see what I mean? Leverage is everything. Let me check on what's Venmo going on here. Macaroni Tony. So here we go now. Holla if you hear me. Come on and come and feel me flow. Okay, I messed that up. El Jefe, simple test for narcissism. Wait 24 hours to... Text her back, and if she blows up your phone and goes nuts, she's a narcissist, a.k.a. toxic. All right? Trinesia, that was from last night. All right, so thank you, Trinesia, and I think I covered you. I did cover you. One, two, three. Anyway, what do we got here? (laughs) Somebody said, you never see Asians walking. Uh, They only walk for, like, you know what I mean? They walk after they eat dinner. You never see them on the bus stop, neither. There's two people you never see on the bus stop, Asians and blonde-haired girls, <laughs> right? Or attractive women. They never on the bus stop. Blondes, blonde-haired women and Asians, they I never seen them on the bus stop. But they be driving slow in traffic. But they do walk. They walk after they eat, and then the husband walks in front with his hands behind his back, and then the wife be back behind him like five steps. All right, anyway, let me stop. Uh, What are we doing here, man? This is the family show. All right, anyway, the new age agents be walking together, though. You know what I mean? The young ones, they be walking together. All right, let me see here. Jay Cool says, I watched the man being cut off by his wife last night stream. Damn, that was difficult to listen to. And you are right. Men do not support other men or warn each other about bait and switchers like this, except for me. Indeed. And that's you. Indeed. All right. Uh, wild, wild world, man. We live in the wild, wild world. But yes, indeed. <laughs> yeah, they meditation walk. They walk with sticks and they walk. Never mind. All right. What are we doing here? Shout out to Emmanuel says, here's your espresso coach. I appreciate you. Thank you, man. Thank you. <laughs> we doing well here. SAU is back from south of the border. Be careful. Hey, you know who's out. Why am I covering this? You know who's out? Lyrena is out. He says, morning, coach. He says, we better now Gucci sweater now. He says, is PayPal working correct? It's it's Kooji, Kooji sweater. C-O-G-G, oh, no, C-O-O-G-I. I think they're an Australian company, Kooji. You know, ninjas make everybody uh, famous for some reason, you know. Uh, Bill Cosby was wearing Kooji sweaters and shit, too. Uh, but shout out to you. Uh, but he says it's PayPal working correctly. It is. It is good to have you back. 
We got face fat says, if you think you're lonely being single, the sexless marriage, then divorce will really have you lonely. Price is wrong. For real. Hey, man, just because you're in a relationship doesn't mean you're not going to be lonely. I'm just letting you know. A relationship does not cure loneliness. If you're lonely, please do not get into a relationship. That's not going to cure your loneliness. Because what you'll find is you'll you'll become, you'll wonder why you're lonely in a relationship. All right. Shout out to Mr. First Sin says, keep your foot on the normies neck. See God Allah. Man, we crushing normies, man. We crushing normies, Mitches, uh, uh, feminists, all of that. Moderate feminists, not real feminists. Shout out to the real feminists. All right, I appreciate y'all because y'all, it's kind of like real racists. You want your racism right out up front, right? I want my race, I want my race, I want to be served my racism right on the counter. I don't want my, I don't want covert racism. I don't want covert feminism. All right, I want my feminists to come out. I have rights. Don't open the door for me. All right, I want my shit like that. I'll be like, thank you very much. I'll go ahead. All right, I'm going to be CEO. These boots were ranked for walking. Good. I don't want no covert feminism. You know what I mean? I just want to pay half the bills, 50% relationship. And then, but I want a guy here. I want my independence. That's that covert shit. I want my racism right up front. I want somebody to put my coffee in the counter in Tupelo, Mississippi. Here you go, nigger. Here you go, right here. Nigger. And I'll be like, ah, I knew you was racist. I want my shit right on the, I, I want my shit right on the counter. I want them to drop my chicken uh, fettuccine on the floor and scrape it up right in front of me and serve it. And I'll be like, yeah, see, I ain't going to eat that. <laughs> see, you tried to get me, I see. All right, and now I know. Now I know not to come back here. I don't want you smiling in my face and shit and racist behind me. That's what, that's what modern moderate feminists are. They literally trying to just trying to finesse you, <laughs> right? They try to finesse you and shit. Oh, I'm just a good, proper woman. But I believe in equality. I believe in equal pay for less work. <laughs> they be like, try, like, nah, man, nah. Anyway, I want my feminist raging, overweight, fat, red hair, purple hair. I want it right out in front. So I can see that. It's crazy. All right. I don't want no backbiting, backstabbing ass feminist. No. Nah. I'm just a regular popular church girl. Inner inner side feminist. No, 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 no. Where we at? All right, let me let me stop. Shout out to Juan Pamera says Sip Harvey should be arrested for first degree simping. All right, we need to get that on the books. Respect with the co-sponsorship. Appreciate you. Indeed, he says, keep doing your thing, CGA. Tell them 304s is barbecue in here. It's barbecue in there. And we really in barbecue season. I know they think summer's a barbecue season, but today, this is barbecue season for real. All right, this smoker, get your smoker going, going in the fall. Indeed, you right. It's barbecue in here. It's barbecue in there. All right, where we at? Deshaun Rose says, I'm late to the class, but tuned in now and on the road. Be safe. All right, be safe out there. Mr. JC. Mr. Calvin says, uh, coach in the coach gang, I'm an average man and most major metrics with goals and aspirations of being a Henry. I believe that was KS's Henry. I don't know what it means, but I know what it, I know what it, I know what you're insinuating. 
He says, every now and then I get fist bumps and even hugs from random young boys. Wait a minute. All right. He's talking about he's a mentor. Pause. Hey, yo, chill, son. Hey, yo. He says, is it just the aura a man gets living the free agent lifestyle, or is it their single mother putting their sons up to this to find a step dummy? So they come up and fist bump you and give you the, okay, that's what he's talking about. And he give him the bro hug, the bro hug. And he says, uh, does anyone else experience this in the coach gang? Looks of admiration from young men. All right. That's an interesting subject. Interesting subject matter. Uh, maybe, maybe women are trying to send their kids over there. All right. This is an interesting conversation here. I'm going to have to bring that up. Let me, let me think about this. Let me think about this. It was from young men, he said. Like, brothers look. I think a lot of young brothers are looking for direction. We got a sponsor in the building. Hey. We do. I'm living. Mr. Hernandez is in the building. He says, this is L. Luis Hernandez. Thank you for making the show entertaining and information with the truth bombs, because that's what we doing. Truth bombs is on deck. All right, let's get back. Do, do I, did I get all the super chats? I didn't. I need to get them. I need to get it all, baby. C3 Augustus had a under $500 a month SUV car payment, paid it off in a year. Buy used if you must. Cars these days depreciate faster than a 304. Thanks for the money mindset. Yeah, buying a new car, unless you just got that money, it's bizarre. Like, But there's a lot of normies. Normies going... Run, Forrest, run. Shout out to you. Delta Fox is in the building. I hired a guy who sent 1,000 applications for me last year. Oh, wow. That's crazy. And you said had 70 interviews, 7% of the apps, and about 5, which is 0.5% of apps, were job offers. 5 out of 1,000. And you hired a guy, a headhunter. Well, not a headhunter. You hired a recruiter. It says, I had to pay to get in the door for jobs that pay $150,000 or more. It's worse this year. Hey, man, listen to this, guys. And I know Delta Fox. She's our resident. Well, I'll be nice. She's a great supporter. And I was talking about her extensively last night. (laughs) All right. But uh, she had to pay someone to get a thousand apps out. And she only got five, five. Job offers out of a thousand. Jesus. But of course, she's in a specialized field. And um, yeah, she also is never mind. But yo, you gotta be out here grinding. You gotta be out here grinding. Yeah, she on the she she a lick em low lover. Just so you know. And she probably got bad hoes out here too. She probably got bad hoes out here. All right. But uh yeah, she probably got bad hoes out here. She she'll tell you real fast. Hey man, it ain't easy being out here today and if you if you're looking for if you're looking for the job you want you got to pay people it is what it is man jc says it's normal for engineers to apply for 50 to 100 jobs she made it seem like a lot of work i got an internship after applying to 100 jobs post-college all right shout out to you all right let these guys know uh information like this that you guys are sharing is vital this is the stuff that helps men not talking about hypergamy again. All right, we can talk about that shit till we're blue in the face. I can sneak it in the show. All right, but this is the information that people really need to know to change their lives. So 
uh, Freedom Podcast says, shout out to the Coach Gang Mafia. I live in the Dominican Republic for the free agent lifestyle for life. He says, thanks for the knowledge and edutainment. We move different. We move different around here. That might be one of our new slogans. All right. That might be because we move different over here. We're the after pill. All right. We're taking this to a level that nobody's taking it in this space. We're taking this to where nobody's taking it. All right. I know. And we're not talking about these cheesy ass YouTube numbers. All right. Don't get, don't get, don't get distracted by the numbers. Them subscriber numbers and shit don't matter. All right. Because I be beating the big channels. If they went live, they couldn't do what I do. Not on a daily basis. All right. So them, look, them numbers YouTube got on my channel. Them shits ain't real. There's no way they're real. All right, just look at the, just look at it. You can't have 2,000, 3,000 people in a stream twice a day with less than 100,000 subs. Not consistently. All right, them numbers ain't real. All right. <laughs> anyway, we up. Let's get back to the show. The price, uh, the price of Poon is plummeting. What is going on here? This is a weird, this is a weird conversation. But I told you the price of poon going to be plummeting. But it's mostly going to be cut, be the women who don't cost a thing. Where are the ladies at? My love doesn't cost a thing. I would never sell myself for sex. Where are those ladies at? Well, let me tell you. We got a couple of divorcees. Old ran through 304s. A couple of women out here trying to struggle in the dating marketplace. And if these women are struggling, most of these women are narcissists, by the way. Most of these women are absolute narcissists. We can already know this. The price... A plummeting poon. Now, at the junior college, price is still kind of up. But there's more and more people coming in, saturating the market, so it's driving the price down. All right, TV, go right here. He says, you got bigger views than cable TV. In fact, I do. Thank you, brother. All right, but uh, check this out. Kristen Cavallari is done dating (laughs) in Nashville following divorce. Ring the bell. Ring the bell. Consider myself to be a monk. Oh, they be copying too. Straight jacket. If you don't know who Kristen Cavallari is, she was one of those women that were like, I can do better than you. I'll go out and find my Prince Charming. I'll go out. She divorced Jay Cutler, a ninja that made $54 million throwing interceptions for the Chicago Bears. All right. And then tried to diss Jay Cutler. And Jay Cutler was like, I ain't having it. I covered them extensively about two years ago. All right. Oh, it's looking like it's about three or four years ago. But she acted like a goddamn spoiled brat narcissist. And now, bitch, look at you now. <laughs> like, look at you. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. Now you going monk mode. Straight Jack. Where did they get this shit from? Man, baby, your time up. Your time up. It's, listen. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, it's, bitch. Listen, I don't want to say it's over, but, baby, you got nothing to leverage. Mm. Like, what made you think? <laughs> you big dummy. What made you think you still had value out here? Now, listen, I fold, but that's all I'm doing. I'm not paying for the price. I'm not moving you in. I'm not marrying you. You're not getting married. You know, in Nash Vegas, how many women look like you that are 10 years younger with less children and no divorce? Ninja, go to the University of Tennessee in Knoxville. You know how many women you can get that looks like this that are child-free? Like, this is a stock factory issue. But her narcissism is off the chart. I'm done dating. Of course you are, because you're done. Listen. What? This is mind-blowing. Now she want to drive the price down. Okay, here it is right here. 36-year-old. Look, the 36-year-old is done. Tell me something I didn't know. 
Yeah. The 36-year-old is done. Got ladies, if 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 Christian Cavallari is struggling out here, <laughs> you guys have no chance. No chance. That's what you've got. All right, she was done with the dating scene nearly four years after her divorce from NFL star Jay Cutler. And she can guarantee, wait, right here, right here. And she can guarantee that no musicians are in her future. I've decided I'm done with dating in Nashville and everywhere else. I would consider myself to be a monk at this point. Straight jacket. You can throw anything at me. And I'm like, okay, what? The price of Poon is plummeting. Hey, Kristen, come over real quick. Let me fold before you tuck it away. All right, this is normal. This is this is our par for the course. 36 to 45, going to be an everyday struggle, right? And there she is right there. Yeah, I'll fold. Definitely will fold. All right, but uh, what else she's got to say? She says the biggest part of her life are her children. That's what you should focus. These are all the things I've been telling people to focus on. Ladies, if you get divorced, focus on your kids. Then come back after out when you're 45 and see what's out here. All right. But yeah, I'll go out with certain guys. Oh, really? And I'm like, they're great, but I can, uh, but can I picture them being a stepdad? <laughs> nope. Oh my God. Yo, man, what's wrong with these people, man? Hey man, nature, Nate, God did y'all some disservice, man. They did y'all straight, straight disservice. They gave you all of this up front and you fumbled the bag. Jay Cutler held masculine frame on you, cheated on you with your girl, with your best friend, and now you out here stuck. Remember when I showed you the granny that said, okay, you find out your man's with another woman. Now what? Where are you going? And as a result, what you're seeing is this is the classic divorcee. I'll do better. He doesn't have any options. He wasn't the best for me, and they out here floundering like a fish, floundering, trying to find stepdaddies. No, you're not going to find no stepdaddy. Ladies, even Kristen Cavallari, a Stock Factory issue blonde, which I know she looks basic, but she would have high marketplace value if she wasn't a divorcee and a stepmom. Even she's struggling to find stepdaddies. Nobody wants to be no stepdaddy in 2023. That, like, is the worst job of all time. She says, and the biggest part of my life explains, all right, okay, I'm ready to settle down. I'm ready to meet someone. Yo, they all have the same script, don't they? They all say the same damn thing. But then when they get what they want, they fumble it. I mean, you had Jay Cutler. By the way, do you know her biggest complaint against Jay Cutler was that he sat around and he was lazy, like he didn't, he wasn't doing anything but being a parent. Like, that's why she traded in Jay Cutler. Now, there was a rumor that he slept with her friend, but I think that was after the fact. But what she said was, well, he just sits around all day and does nothing. You had the guy settled down. You had him at home. It wasn't like he was abusive. You, had, uh, you were spending his money. You had your own business, so you were spending your money. You had the deal of a lifetime and fumbled it. You fumbled the bag. I mean, Jay Cutler literally jacked the Chicago Bears out of all kind of money, ran around the field, scrambling from linebackers, 290-plus, throwing interceptions like it was his job. All right, and (laughs) 
You had a deal of a lifetime. Now you out here floundering. The price of poon is plummeting. Even the rich bitches out here struggling. You know what she did? Yeah, Tom Brady ain't walking through that door. Let's give you that real quick. Hey, ladies. Larry Bird's not walking through that door, fans. Kevin McHale's not walking through that door. And Robert Parrish is not walking through that door. And if you expect them to walk through the door, they're going to be gray and old. Sad. Hey, man, somebody help these people against their nature. And the Dolphins. Oh, yeah, he's tracked. By the way, remember, she told him to go play for the Dolphins. And he didn't want to do it. <laughs> yeah, they straight ungrateful. Remember, like he was chilling at the house. Miami Dolphins coach called him up because he knew the playbook from Chicago. And he was like, nah, I don't want to do it. And she was like, go do it, do it. Jack the Dolphins out of some money. He didn't even want to be out there. He was like, I don't even want to be out there. <laughs> right. Came back and she's like, this is miserable. I deserve better. Divorced him and then tried to get him to buy a house, a $10 million house with his money. He was like, no. <laughs> the price of Punani is plummeting. Let's go to this woman right here. New York woman. That's what it says here, Fox News. New York woman walks down the street with a looking for a husband sign, sparking plenty of controversy. Let's go ahead and take you to the photo. Guys, it's, guys, they struggling out here. Don't ever let them think. Don't, remember I did a show. She doesn't have as many options as you believe. She literally got her at on here. Looking for a husband. The price of Poon is plummeting. They're not getting what they want out here. And most of it is their own fault. It's not men's fault. I don't even blame you guys for not committing. Like, why would you commit to them when you can get it for free? Why would you buy the cow when you can get the milk for free? You know how many people bang this woman out? You already know she's been banged out. All right, so she then wrote the cow carousel. Now she's looking for the... And that's you. And it's far too late because, yeah, she's past, she's past her prime. And the woman behind her looking like, what the hell? <laughs> right? The, wo the woman like her, like the woman behind her is like the two women behind her. The black woman and the little pasty white woman is looking at her like, wait a minute. Who are you? Wow. Now, of course, they're saying now she's trying to say she did it for a joke. She's looking for a rich husband. That's what she's looking for. All right. But she already been folded every which way. Look at this. You know, this woman, I can tell she's been folded. If they wear low rise pants like this. They've been folded up. This woman been folded for the last 30 years. All right, let's read this. She's 29, brothers. Do you believe this shit? 29, bro. 29. She lying her ass off. She is not 29, all right? 39 would be more likely. Come on, man. It says right here, a woman has made waves on social media after she posted a video of herself walking around the streets of New York. With a sign that said, looking for a husband. Carolina Geets, or Getz, a 29-year-old living in New York, was recently, who recently went through the streets holding a self-made cardboard sign uh, signifying her wishes. Well, her, her wishes is for somebody to fix that bind. I'm in a bind, Nate. Okay. She needs somebody to fix that bind. Your rents do, motherfucker. Uh, that rents are going up in New York. Yep. That's what she want. It says right here. It says right here. Uh, Gets told Fox Digital News or News Digital on Tuesday that the idea for the sign was originally a joke between her and her friends. Now, 
I'm not the womanese person here. Shout out to anybody that is Donovan that's used womanese. I see other people using womanese. I don't teach womanese, but I teach bullshit. Now, women have tried that shit on dating apps. Well, I joined it as a joke. My friend grabbed my phone, downloaded the app, uploaded my pictures, wrote my profile, and we did it as a joke. But now I'm seriously looking through the dating app as a means to find a good, suitable partner. And I don't check it, but once a week, these bitches be lying. This is lies. It was originally a joke. (laughs) And so then I did it and I just did it for social media attention and a joke. I'm really not looking for anybody to fix this my mind. They cannot stop lying. These are the lies that makes you untrustworthy, ladies, when you do this shit. It's crazy. (laughs) And I never deleted it. I didn't take the phone back or delete the app or anything. I left it up and I'm looking for it. It was started as a joke. Lies. We know your bullshit over here. You can't bullshit a bullshitter. Right. We had a discussion with friends that dating apps were not working because it took too long to chat. As a joke, I said, I'll go outside with the sign. Yeah. No. Let me say it. Say it with me, lady. You you in a bind. I'm in a bind, Nate. Uh, ma'am. Ma'am. This is what you really mean. I'm in a bind, Nate. Yeah, you in a bind. All right. And I know. And I can fix this that bind at least once. All right. What else did she say? The next day, she did just that. She went right to it the next day. Your rent's due, motherfucker. She took a cardboard box. She received in the mail, ripped off a piece, and then wrote looking for a husband and took to the street, she said. The TikTok moment, uh, the TikTok video of her moment has over 10 million views, 1.2 million likes since it was posted. All right. I don't see it on here. Right. Let me see if I can. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, here it is right here. Okay, do you guys see it? Oh, this is, this is it right here. Okay, we're going to see. Oh, oh, of course, of course, of course, Sims is eating it up. Okay, hold on. Oh, she put the, okay, she put the, she put the uh, Harlem, she put the uh, dip set on it. Okay. All right, this is what, this is her right here. Look, ninjas is, ninjas is showing teeth too. Niggas always got to show they teeth. All right, this is the video. <laughs> look, look, at, oh, ninjas is chasing her. Oh, she nasty too. Oh, oh, of course, a ninja. A ninja gonna come with the cape. Nin- Here I come to save the day. Ninjas can't help but try to catch a charge, huh? You can't help but try to catch a charge. Look at this ninja right here. It's always a ninja. Ninjas always gotta show they teeth. All right. All right, he didn't whisk her away. You know you can't afford her. Oh, look, look at this ninja. All right, you know you can't afford her. Boy, flatbacks, if, if flatbacks was a damn, <laughs> right? This is not even a flatback supreme. This is a flatback, methany flatback. All right, there you go right there. Ninja, this, her pelvic bone going to crush you. Look at this ninja right here. All right, he taking her away. All right, he trying to get it for free too. I got it for free. I got the mouthpiece. I know you do. All right, the price of poon is plummeting. <laughs> the price of food is plummeting. Who is this woman here? I've ne- I think I've done a show on her. Emily Ratatouille. NMB Ratakowski. All right, shout out to her. Is she related to Dal Mikowski? All right. Emily Ratajkowski says she's willing to date anyone who will take her to dinner. Jesus. 
the plummeting price of poon. These are supposedly industry chicas who are basically 304s, you know. She's willing to go on date anyone who takes her to dinner. Is this the is this the bar? What are we doing? These bitches for sale out here, man. This cold. Your rent's due, motherfucker. What are we doing as a society? <laughs> we getting straight pathetic, right? Anybody who takes me on the meal, let's see. There's probably going to be an ad here. All right, so let's get this advert off the screen real quick because I ain't trying to give them no free run here. Is it getting this bad out here? Is dating this bad? I remember when I made my video, I gave up dating in 2018. All right, that thing went a semi-viral for YouTube back in the day because YouTube didn't definitely didn't have the amount of viewers it has today. But, uh, oh, I'm going to, uh, let's see here. No, that's still an ad. But so, so people didn't understand, but now today dating is passe. Dating is not very common. Like people aren't really dating like that. So let's hear what she's got to say here. Ratatouille, speak up. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's go. Let's go, you ugly. Let's do it. Oh, so it's one of these TikTok videos. Newly single me deciding to date anyone who wanted to take me to dinner. Jesus. <laughs> Dating's a tragic waste of time. It's not even productive. There's nothing product productive about it. Um, even if you're trying to find a suitable mate, I think, remember, I've done shows on this one. If you're new, go look them up. All right. Dating is linked to prostitution. We don't date. Uh, we don't court. We don't know how to date. What people find successful in dating is actually not going to lead to relationships. We showed you Tinder data that shows you people can get to a date. It just it lends it just lends towards hookup culture. Doesn't lend to partnerships. Uh, the best place to go is in your social circle. But of course, women tend to be disingenuous about their social circle, and they will say, "Well, there's no men. I've never met a good man in my life." And she friend zoned at fifty men before her. Looking for the possibility of some kismic, serendipitous meeting where she bumps into a guy, drops all of her paperwork, and he drops all of his orange chicken and rice. All right, and they're standing there, and they look at each other, and oh my God, it's you. I've been waiting all my life, just colliding into each other. So she can lie about her body count, and he can pick up a STI. You know what I mean, that's how they want to meet a guy. Don't tell them we met on Tinder. Tell them we bumped into each other in a kismic mo a moment. It's crazy. And she a yacht girl too, man. Boy, the price of poon is plummeting. Former yacht girl making $10,000 a yacht visit is trying to date anybody that'll take her on a date, a dinner date. It's crazy out here. These, these gals are desperate. Uh, speaking of desperation, Kai Sinat, shout out to Kai and the whole AMP posse. All right, my son's one of your biggest, biggest fans. But uh, Kai Sinat, as you guys know, he's been recently going viral, blowing up. He was at one point, if he's not still, the biggest or the largest uh, streamer on Twitch, I believe it is. Well, Kai Sinat has entered into the game of high value, meaning that he's a target. He's a target. High value doesn't mean money. Okay, Ninja, but that's part of it. So now he has status. Now everybody knows he has money. So what's happening to him is, as I'm trying to share the screen, what's happening to him is he's getting predatory women, apex predators. 
All right. And so desperate women will look for men that have certain things, status, all right, profile, high profile, money. And then he moved in the he moved into the town of the straggle. All right, so let me pop this up here. Kai Sinat is now saying women are targeting him not for sex or love. They're targeting him for rent. Your rent's due, motherfucker. All right. So let me go ahead and refresh the video here so you can see or hear him talking about this. This is Kai. I've never have visited a fucking city to where, like Atlanta, a lot of people are looking to get their rent paid. And it's actually fucking crazy. Bro. Absolutely crazy. Long time ago when I first moved here, bro, this shit blew my fucking mind. I was laying in bed with some girl, bro. Mm. Mid laying in bed, she says, why the fuck am I even here? I said, wait, wait, wait. What you mean? Like, what you mean? She was like, I came all the way to your crib and I could have been with some niggas that was at the club just now that had Richard Millie's and, and, and they literally pay my rent. I said, yo, if you want to go, like, you can go. So she, that was an alley-oop for me to pay her rent. How long did uh -huh. I know each other? Did she wait? Did she, bro, wait, did she I, go? I barely know this bitch, bro. Did she, did she go or did she stay? No, she stayed. She definitely stayed. Oh, you feel what I'm okay. saying? I have gotten into a heated argument. Uh, he stayed because he paid that rent. All right, shout out to you. Your rent's due, motherfucker. He paid that rent. He was like, okay, how much? I remember one time with a girl because she wanted me to pay for her nails and her hair. Mm. And I just couldn't. She said, if you drive off right now, we're done. I put my shit in sports. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and so that's him and Little Yachty, little, little Yachty. But, of course, they're, I don't think Kai Sinat is over 23 years old. I think he's a young guy. And you know young guys and money, it's a weird conversation. It's a weird thing. So a lot of them don't have the, they don't have the um, information or the wherewithal to protect themselves. And they live in a market where their prime women do mess around um, with the current Generation Z straggles and skanks, all right? Like the Spicy Reds and the Sukihanas and the Icy Spices and the, you know, Koi Leroy, Koi Ray, you know, all of these people. Their, their generation of women are influenced by them. And, of course, these are the ones that are going to step up and try to be part of his life. And if he's not, doesn't have the wherewithal, that's how he's going to get in trouble. He's still young. He's still learning. And he was famous young. So you guys got to take that into consideration. What he needs, what you need, Kai, is you need a guy like CGA behind you telling you what these apex predators are going to do because they're going to leak you of your wallet. These bitches going to extract your resources, all right, and they're going to get you hemmed up on child support. All right, so watch out, uh, AMP. All you AMP brothers over here, get in touch with your boy CGA. Get in touch with your boy CGA, and I will lead you to the, make sure you lead you to the promised land. Don't have your ass out here getting finessed by straggles. Now, same as the NBA, same as the NFL. Indeed, we will get you right. All right, so what I'm going to do is uh, I think that's the end of that segment, and I'm going to catch up on Super Chats, and then we're going to get into the next segment, which is going to be, what is the next segment? Oh, it's almost the main event. But we're going to talk about Jackie Chan coming up next. Jackie Chan, he has an interesting thing going on with his two children. He's, he's, excommunicated his two children from his life because they weren't living up to his expectations. We're going to start a dialogue and we're going to listen to a gentleman that says we are coddling our young people. We're actually having, and this is what I said as well. We're actually making young people grow up longer. We're delaying their adulthood. All right. This is something that I've been preaching for a while. So we're going to use those two case studies to make a point. Then we're going to get into the main event. Do me a favor. Give me over a thousand likes. Because it's the greatest show on YouTube. 
And, and if you want to contribute, go ahead and hit that super chat. Let me find out where that is, though. All right, uh, here we go. Did I get the Freedom Podcast? I did. Justin O says, single mother at cafe asked, was I single? Had to scramble out of the cafe like Lamar Jackson. Yes, indeed. All right. Uh, yeah, man. I'm on a no single mother. The only thing I can do with a single mother is fold her ass up properly. That's it. That's it. All right, that's it. Single mothers are no-go zone for me. You know, right? Like, because my kids are about to be, oh, I'm not, de- I'm not dealing with no nappy-headed, snotty-nosed kids. <laughs> no crumb snatcher. All right, but you can do it, guys. If you're lonely and you want to be a good man and you never had kids and you're like 45 and you don't know what to do and the junior college kind of, going to the junior college kind of turns your gut, dating younger women kind of turns your gut upside down because a lot of men in their 40s can't date younger women. They like they can't do it. They're like this seems so weird. I I don't have that complex. Like I think Chris Evans, he's coach gang. Shout out to Chris Evans. Chris Evans is coach gang. I I, I know I, you don't know. He's watching me right now. Shout out to Chris Evans. I think he's in his mid forties. He just became engaged or married a woman who is twenty six. And there was some kerfuffle, right? ABL. There was a lot of kerfuffle. People had something to say about him dating a 26-year-old woman. Okay. That's weird to me because I'm looking at that like, damn. <laughs> that is weird because that woman is old to me. I mean, she would be an older woman in my world. <laughs> <All right. laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, yo, really? 20, damn, y'all bugging over 26? Man, Jesus. You would think, you would think, <laughs> yeah, I wonder what people think of me when I'm out. All right, anyway, they probably looking at me like, Jesus. All right, yeah. all right, anyway, 26? All right, Lord, have mercy. I'll be looking like, all right, I might give you a shot. All right, but, uh, <laughs> all right, 26 on the older side. All right, look, man, let me stop because people are going to get some sort of, complex about me but let me stop man yeah the dark side liddy i'm just letting you know i'm like 26 all right let me tell you about 26 drake drake all right (laughs) all right anyway man look all right let me tell you here uh drake that's why i'm i had to get on my damn uh what's his name soldier boy drake that's what I said. 26. Mm. All right, let me stop. Where are we at? Because people are mad at me already. House of Haas says, if a single mother asks you if you're single, say you're reading Rainbow. If she knows you're single and straight, she will tell you other sniggles and straggles. All right, yeah, she will tell you. She'll set you up with one, too. She'll set you up with them uh, because uh, you're gonna, for me, you know, my neighbors, everybody sees that I'm single. I'm living better now. Coogee sweater now. And they'd be like, oh, hey, uh, you know, I, I have a, I have the perfect woman. I want to introduce you. I'd be like, really? Sounds good. I'm waiting for them to come out with like their niece that graduated from college last year. Mm. <laughs> They're like, I got the perfect woman for you. You're going to love her. She's wonderful. 
She's the best. I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm waiting for them to come out with the sorority girl that, you know, she's about to go go start doing her upper division college courses. I'm like, this is great. They bring out some old ass bench warmer with two kids, a mole on her nose. Divorced twice. Kicked her drug habit, overweight, fat, 38 years old. I'm like, ninja. She's younger than you, too. I'm like, do I look desperate? Do I look desperate? <laughs> like, this woman can't do nothing for me. The fuck, man, dude, she got a dog. Where's her cousin at? Do she got a cousin? The fuck? Like that woman, can't, what am I supposed to do with her? Spring <laughs> out some strag. I'm like, what the, oh my God. I'm like, I'm single. I ain't desperate. Like, I'm good without anybody. I'm good without no committed relationship. You just you thought I was desperate. You thought I couldn't find somebody. See, being single and can't find nobody is two different things. I'm living the free agent lifestyle. All right? I ain't looking for no bills, no payment, for no used up. <laughs> it's, like, ridiculous. Are you kidding me? I'm like, man, this is disgraceful. I'm like, man, don't ever talk to me again. Well, what's wrong with her? <laughs> All right, anyway, just despicable, man. Don't ever do that to me, man. I'm always disappointed. Freedom Podcast, I don't live in the DR. Uh-oh, he says, I took your advice and moved in silence. Free agent lifestyle is the key. The teachings from the coach can save you in these streets, indeed. In these streets. <laughs> indeed, shout out to it. And have fun in the DR. Brown 310 is back in the building again. Shout out to you. Is it Dominio e-hosting? Coach, thanks for your example of not giving up with your channel. Give me the for real, man. Look. I'm real, man. Dude, uh, you know, most YouTubers give up on their channels, right? What For what, what happened to me, man. I mean, you know, you guys know the story. I'm not going to explain it. Uh, but literally I'm, I'm, uh, you know, there's, there's ways that people help, but what I'm doing and the work that I do, it's almost, almost free. It's almost always free. So, you know, that's the idea and people don't see it. You know, people think, oh man, no, 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 no. Like I don't get ad. Like, most people make money on ads and AdSense. I'm going to get zero AdSense. So, you know, much of what I've done, I just, you know, took that. I took the kick in the gut. Twice, demonetized eight channels, eight channels demonetized seven in one day. I got the gut kick, gut punch, um, and just said, you know what? I'm going to just keep it moving. I'm going to just keep it moving. I enjoy this, and people enjoy it, and I said, I'm going to move against the grain. I'm going to just keep it going, and one day things will change. One thing, things will change. You know, it'll all work out for me in the end. So most people would have quit right on the spot. I've seen people do it. They get demonetized, quit. Or they like, well, shit ain't going this. But uh, yeah, Ninja, I got erased. I got erased by society and platforms, kicked off of Instagram, TikTok. All right, demonetized on YouTube multiple times, Ninja. And I just said, you know, let's just keep this go. Let's just keep this show going. All right. And all will work out in the end. All right. And for the haters that, you know, was, you know, happy about it and they continue to be happy about it, it's all right. It'll all come back. It'll all come back. And you're going to be really mad. Didn't it just going to be really bad? When it come back, you see me holding up that Spotify bag? 
You see me doing this and elevating. You see me working hard. For all the people that be like, oh, we better than CGA now. We passed you up. It is what it is. No AdSense, Ninja. <laughs> it is what it is. Ninja don't get paid for this. You don't get paid. <laughs> it is what it is. What we at here? We got our brother here, Jamal. He says, I had to apply for 300 jobs before I got one offer after my bachelor's. This year is worse because there are 1,000 applicants for every job. Woo! Woo! Unbelievable. Unbelievable, man. Damn, 1,000 job applicants for every job. What a time to be alive. People saying 2009 was worse. 2009 was a shitty time, too. But the funny thing was, in 2009, I had a job. All right? So much of what people were feeling in pain, I did not feel. All right, I had a decent job in 2009. Like, from 2007 to 2009, I had a good job. All right, so eventually I did get a little pain from it later on. But, uh, yeah, it was bad. Uh, Bachelor's degree. Bachelor's degree. No government ABH. At what point did you realize that being a pro-black and part of the community was detrimental to your income and success? Right around the age of 19. 19. Anybody knows I used to do the, it's tough being a young black male. They either one is dead or in jail. The whole, you know, all my homies are either in jail or dead. I, you know, I kind of fed into that shit. Then I realized I was in the suburbs. I was like, well, like, I can say that. It's not true. Even people, the rappers that said it, they were lying. We know this now in hindsight, but they made you believe that. They, ate, they made you look for racism, and much of it wasn't there. It wasn't, you didn't experience it. You were experiencing it through other people. See, that's what I'm talking about right there. See, that can happen to anybody. See, I could get pulled over, and, and then I only got pulled over. I only had one bad time with a cop. All the other times, they were cool. They let me go and shit. Couple times they got followed around, but you know, a lot of people happen for teenagers. So once I stopped looking for it and started looking for success, I think overwhelmingly I got rewarded more than I was once I stopped looking for it. All right, I was like, yo, <laughs> it's like not all my homies are dead and in jail. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they're not trying to put me in jail or kill me. They're not hunting us down or they're not hunting me down. I start seeing people helping me more than hurting me. So anyway, I think a lot of us have been influenced negatively, but everybody has a different experience as well, right? But um, a lot of us have been influenced by things that really aren't happening to you. It's not happening to you, and it probably won't. Just, just letting you know, and I, that's one of the things I try to tell you. Like, is this happening to you? You could care about it. It doesn't mean you don't care about it, but is this happening to you? Is this your experience, right? If this is not your experience, then why are you harping on it? Why are you worried about it? You worried about something that ha- you're waiting for something to happen that might not happen, right? And there's a lot, high likelihood it's never going to happen. So why do you keep worrying about it? <laughs> it's like, Joe, don't wait to be hunted. Don't wait for the racism. Don't wait to walk in a white neighborhood and the police come and swoop you up. Now, it, it could happen. It happens to people. But you're waiting for it and this shit ain't going to happen. There's more good things that are going to happen than bad. If you, you know, there's something called the self-fulfilling prophecy. 
and understand this about your thoughts. Again, why are you covering this? The self-fulfilling prophecy is real. And I've experienced self-fulfilling prophecies in my life, both negative and positively. So if you think something's going to happen to you, it's probably going to happen. If you keep asking for it or keep talking about it, probably going to happen. Well, what can I do to avoid stuff like that? Or can I affirm or manifest? Yeah, this is real. I believe in that energy. I believe in that. But if you keep looking at it and going, and people are like, well, you leap about this with marriage. No, I talk about the marital laws more than I talk about the marriage. I talk about the disadvantage of the marital laws, which are tangible and real. All right, but what we're talking about is when you're constantly self-prophesizing negative things to happen to you as a man, as a woman, as a, and you're using the victim card to get through life, that shit's going to hit you too. And you will pass up 50 doors to get to that door of negativity. Negativity, you will. You'll pass through 50 doors of opportunity trying to wait for the negative shit to happen to you. Yep, and it's going to happen. And it might take 30 years, <laughs> 30 years. So anyway, shout out to you. Uh, let me see here. Travis. Travis says, catching up on the streams, been living overseas for a while. You definitely get treated as lesser than by women and business as a black man overseas. Yeah, he says the men think we're cool to our hip hop image. He says people fear you. And that has its pros and cons, less likely to be targeted for crimes for exes. I know what you're talking about. When I, when I was in Europe, when I was in um, Fiji, I've been to Australia. When I was in these places, I didn't fear, I didn't get what people would thought you would get. More people were willing to talk to me. You know, of course, people say shit, but I, I challenge all men, especially men, black men, you got to get out of this country. Just for a little bit. Get out of this country for a little bit. All right, go to Germany. Go, go to some of these places that you think they've got skinheads walking around. Right? People are very welcoming or they ignore you, which is not racist. Some cultures just don't talk to people, especially Europeans. They ain't talking to people. They just don't be like, hi and hi. All right, people mind their own damn business. Let people mind their own business. But you guys got to know that there's other places that treat people way better than the treatment you're getting in Jacksonville. Jacksonville. All right, anyway, let's get back to the show. Who wants to talk about parenting these punk-ass Generation Zers? <laughs> All right, who wants to talk about parenting? Let's keep this up right here. We're going to take you to, first of all, this guy I featured before. And then if anybody knows his name, let's give him some shine. Because I've been seeing him lately. He must have Andrew Tate's strategy on putting himself on the internet, right? He has a lot of people sharing his shit. I got to get in touch with Andrew and figure out how I can people, get people to share my shit instead of steal my shit. But anyway, <laughs> this guy right here, he's going to say something that I've actually been saying. So maybe if somebody clip my shit, maybe my shit will go viral. All right, here we go right here. Clip and share my stuff. All right, so let's see what he says here, and let's see if you agree. Your children the way we do. I mean, a nine-year-old boy in Gaza is more of a man than a 25-year-old in America. You prolong adolescence to an absurd degree. You don't prioritize maturity. But at the same time, you sexualize your children very early. I mean, you've got 
like third graders twerking, you know, and singing explicit song lyrics. And then you put that on social media for everyone to see. You're teaching kindergartners about sex, masturbation, about homosexuality and transgenderism. You think that prepubescent children can decide to have their genitals removed before they even know what they're actually for. You put little girls in beauty contests and try to turn them into, you know, miniature Beyonce's and Cardi B's singing about WAP. 12% of uh, 12-year-olds in the U.S. are already sexually active at 12. And that's from a study 10 years ago. So you can expect that the percentage is even higher now. 6.5% of them had actually already engaged in anal sex by the age of 12. The majority of sex offenders in the West victimize children. And they say about 90% of uh, sexual assaults on children are never even reported. So imagine what the real numbers are. No, you have a pedophilia problem in the West. And no matter how much you wish you could, you can't shift that over to us. We're not going to help you justify your sickness. Islam does not approve of this. You don't raise your... All right, and so I think he's a Muslim or he's an... He's he follows Islam. And so some of his clips have been related towards feminism, preserving Islam. Islam was right. I think that's what his angle is. The biggest part of what he was talking about, he talked about a lot and he hit on a lot, which is odd because there's a lot of conflict we have in our country relating sexualizing children, sexualizing uh, exposing children to some conversations through public school, teaching them how to touch themselves, but then saying these are children. We have a lot of paradoxes that basically come from chaos. This is kind of what Marxists do is they reign chaos on the society. That's their plan. Create chaos and conflict, get the people arguing, and then they'll be able to take over from in, subversion from within. Now, he says this. This is the part that I want to reiterate. Children the way we do. I mean, a nine-year-old boy in Gaza is more of a man than a 25-year-old in America. That right there. I want you to listen, because there's a lot of Mitch Ninjas that I'm trying to help y'all out. And if you don't want the help, you don't want the help. We're not at a 1,000 likes. A nine-year-old in Gaza is more mature and more of a man than a 25-year-old in America. Now, I'm going to tell you this right now, Ninja. That's the God-honest truth. That is an actual fact. I've been saying that and saying that and saying that. Because you know what's funny? We call 25-year-olds children in America. And I think it's disgusting. I think it's disgusting. Childhood stops at 12. That's my opinion. Then it's adolescence. Then it's young adult. Then it's fully mature adult. That's how it works. If you think anyone in their 20s is a child, you're the problem. And this is why we have a coddled society of entitled kids that ain't doing shit in their 20s. And then they wondering what happened. 25 years old is not a kid. And even when I was talking about Chris Evans, there was somebody trying to troll me saying 25 is a child. This is what's wrong. It is not Ninja, I was fully employed with a contract job with a, with, a, um, with a job that was paying a car note, my car note as part of the job and paying parts of my housing expenses. I was fully employed moving up the chain at 25, right? I worked at San Jose State at the time. I had a contract job 
them paying my auto payment, them paying part of my housing expenses. I was doing expense reports, traveling, recruiting kids. I was I was fully going at 25. The fuck? And if you think 25 is a child, you're a moron. I'm, I cannot express that even. It's crazy what we think here. It's nuts. It's lunacy. We're delaying growth of a lot of people. Oh, you're still young. No, you're not. Not at 18, you're not. Now, you're dumb. At 18, you're dumb. All right, we can all agree to that. <laughs> we can all agree you're dumb at 18, but you're not young. You're not a child. It's go time. A lot of you ain't even going. Well, I'll wait till I'm 30. I'll wait. Till no, it's not. You got people that are 9, 10, 15, 20, 30. They actually doing shit out here. But in America, we still call these people kids. We still call them a child. I think it's egregious. I think it's absolutely disgusting. And this is why y'all don't have shit going. This is why. I will forever defend this side of the argument. This is absolutely disgusting what we're doing. And it's even worse, more egregious, when you add the second part of what he said. Then he said sexualizing these same people sexualize themselves between the ages of 12 all the way to 28, and then they want to say, and that's you. So how are you sexualizing yourself? How is Icy Spicy got a girl that's 16 or 15 twerking in her video, but she a child? Please explain it. Please explain it. We allow this shit. How are young kids able to decide who they are and that be sexualize it before they even know how to use it? But they're a child at 25. Please explain. Please explain. This, this conversation is delaying the maturity of men more than likely, most likely, and it's making women use their most valuable years, waste it, and then wonder why they can't find a husband. This is pure chaos. It's pure chaos. There's no way we could continue down this road and then try to find solutions when it's too late. Let me give you an example. I just covered it. See, look, we're trying to find solutions too late. Oh, well, what do I do now? I'm 36, two kids, divorced. Okay, how do I find a good man in my life? Mm. All right, well, listen, I'm 29. I've been on the cock carousel. I need rent payments. I need a man today. Ninjas is always trying to get the instant results. Oh, hey, coach, I wasted 10 years of my life smoking dope, all right, and fornicating and running mouthpiece on straggle daggles. I'm on child support for two kids. Now, how do I get my life together? Mm. All right, listen, I was a yacht girl. I was paid for sex by billionaires for the last 10 years. Now that I don't have that anymore, I wrote a book. Now I'm looking to date anyone that takes me to dinner. This is what we're doing. Because you think your ch children between 20 and 30. You think it's time to grow up at 30. No, it's not. It's not. And not only that, I live with my parents. It's okay. I'm 25, 26, 29, 30, 32. I'm still young. No, you ain't. <laughs> no, you're not. You missed the window. Now it's time to play catch up. Let me take it to Jackie Chan here. Because what we're doing is Jackie Chan said, oh, F them kids. Now, a lot of you guys, yeah, but my kids need to, and we need to, need to, and we need to, everybody tell you what to do with their kids, and all these kids out here are jacked up. 
when parents need to hold a line. All right, parent, I've been saying parents need to hold a line. If you old enough to make a decision, you old enough to stand up on your own too. But you let kids, you let these young people make decisions, and then you coddle them. I don't want to lose you. You're trying to hold on to them because you're codependent. Well, listen, man, I walked out of my mom's life when I was 19. Never went back. I walked the hell out. I was like, thank you, mom. Thank you for everything. Thank you for the encouragement. Thank you for the push. Left. Yes, it was a different time. Went. Got roommates, struggled, floundered, learned, hit my head. I never went back. Took the hell off. All right, but a lot of guys try to hold on. A lot of women try to hold on. And it's making yourself try to figure out life at 29, 30. Way too late. Way too late. Because we're coddling kids. Here's Jackie Chan. Now, a lot of people are going to agree with this, but I think you're weak-ass parents. If you disagree, you're weak. Your kids ain't going nowhere. They got too much ego to do anything to themselves. And even if they do, we're like, what, what could you have done about it? Love them more. All right, look. So Jackie Chan worked. He made his money. But you want him to be super dad, too, I'm sure, too. You want him to be a perfect father, too, huh? All right, that's because you mad. He had his, he, he did what he did. But listen to his story. Listen to his story. See if you don't agree. You know that everyone's favorite actor Jackie Chan decided not to leave money to his children because his daughter is a lesbian and his son had a drug problem? Jackie said about his son, I failed to teach my son and I should also bear responsibility. JC and I deeply bow an apology to society. Jackie immediately distanced himself from Elaine and Etta, maintaining no relationship with them. Elaine raised her daughter as a single mother and lived a private life in Hong Kong. In 2017, Etta came out as a lesbian on her Instagram account and revealed that she was in a serious relationship with social media influencer Andy Autumn, who was 12 years her senior. The following year, the two posted a now-deleted video on YouTube, claiming they were homeless and were staying with a friend of Andy's, with Etta stating that she was Jackie Chan's daughter, and they were homeless because they were disowned by their homophobic parents. <laughs> Listen, hey, that's a dub. Hey, man. I know ninjas going to disagree. You're going to disagree. And that's why we're in the situation we're in. Now, the hard part of that is, here's the hard part. He messed up. He said, I messed up. My kid became something that I didn't want him to be. Now, now that they're adults, I don't want nothing to do with that shit. Ninja, stand on your own too. If you old enough to do dope, you old enough to make your own decision. Now, I told you not to do dope. I told you not to do it. You knew not to do it. And now, what Jackie Chan did was take accountability. All right, I failed. Obviously, I, stopped my, I didn't stop my son from doing dope. And he did it. And he said, okay, but if you old enough to do dope, you old enough to now live, those shit, live that shit out. And that's been my philosophy. I'm like, yo. You get on drugs, and I tell my people right up front, you get on drugs, you start drinking, I'm not going to Al-Anon with you. I'm not. I'm not going to help you through your 12-step program. You grown. Take your ass on. And you ain't getting shit from me. <laughs> but remember, let's go back to the engineer girl, the girl that went to engineer UCLA. Oh, okay. You did what you were supposed to do? Let's help you out. That's two different things. But you going to you, you do dope and then struggle? And then go party and crash your car. Then you, you on your own. Okay. And when you on your own, guess what? You're going to figure that shit out faster or you're going to flounder and be homeless. You got two choices. Now, the other girl, 
the other girl that went reading Rainbow, Jackie Chan said, I don't want nothing to do with that. I think when you're an adult, that's completely fair. You don't need your parents to accept that. Now, if you hurt by that, Ninja, uh, put your big girl panties on because you made an adult decision. And if your parents don't want to ride with it, the hell with it. You're an adult now. Go stand on your own too. But you see what happened. She chose that life. She chose to do what she wanted to do. Then she came back panhandling. And he was like, no. Oh, no, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. You're an adult. You're not a kid. See, these people think they kids and they can act stupid and that the parents going to support the stupidity. You made a choice. And then you told me, screw you if you don't accept me. Okay, that's easy. <laughs> that's easy. But then she talked that shit and went on the internet saying she need help and needed some rent due. Your rent's due, Oh, you came back now. Now you, wanna, now you want me to pay your way because instead of going to find a job and being an adult, you was licking puss. All right. Instead of doing what I told you to do, you went out there to go live your best life. You went out there and did something that I didn't support. If I didn't support it and you didn't support me not supporting you, well, I can't support you. You guys are holding on to these kids and you're delaying their maturity. You're delaying their growth. And the entitlement reeks. The entitlement reeks. Because if you don't need me and you don't accept me and I don't accept, it's time to go. This entitlement reality check, people need that entitlement reality check. And oh, by the way, I know y'all disagree, disagree, but guess what? Let's take, check out the comment section. You would think Jackie Chan would be getting roasted in the comment section, but it was the exact opposite. This is what kids need to be done, done right here. Yeah, they trying to double dip. It says right here. He says they're not homeless because they were disowned. They're homeless because they didn't work their asses off. Facts. My mother even told me that. She was like, you better go get a job. <laughs> and she was like, Ninja, you're going to be left. I'm going to leave your ass. They didn't work their ass off. They didn't want the discipline life. They was like, I don't have to listen to you. They chose to do what they wanted to do. And now they homeless. Hey, shit, shit sucks, doesn't it? It says right here. Now that's a true father. See, I know a lot of you weak ass people here. This is why we're in a place we're in. A lot of weak ass people, well, he needed to just love them. No, 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 no. That ain't going to teach you shit, All right? Here's one right here. Sounds like a self-respecting man. I'm proud of him. Here's another person. Adult children should not expect money from their parents. Go out, make your own money. If you're old enough to make decisions, then you're old enough to stand on your own two feet. Your parents have their own lives. Facts. Jackie Chan deserves a son that can ascend to his glory and keep his legacy alive. Nope, but he wanted to shoot dope. Again, kid, if you want to shoot dope, you ain't going to do it on my, on my schedule. Once I get to a certain point and I've given you all the tools to survive, I'm not going to help you through your tragedy. It says right here, what a legend, bro, hurt himself by disowning his daughter for his honor and morals. I got honors. I got morals. You want to do what you want to do? and have your own morality, well, you are able to stand on your own too. Jackie didn't inherit his money. He made all of it from scratch, literally by sweat and blood. So he has every right to do whatever he wants with that. And because of his good nature, he donated most of it. Jackie Chan, one of the rarest instances where he deserves better children. 
think he deserved better. Good for him. We need more dads out here like that. Just in case you needed a little bit of confirmation. We do need stronger parents. She's not homeless because of her parents. She's homeless because of herself. Selfish, narcissist, entitled children. Mad respect uh, the Jack for Jackie because his two kids have their own lives. It's not his responsibility. Take care of him after they leave. That's true love. You really don't love your kids. We stand with Jackie on this. They were homeless because they didn't work. Okay. You guys got to know, man, it's tough out here. I know. But what we got out here is parents not, protect, not making their kids grow up. Let's go back to the first guy. Let's go back to the first guy. I know this is a hard conversation. This is what I do here. This is why I'm covering this. Because this is why I'm hard on young people. I'm like, man, y'all better figure that shit out. <laughs> right? It's tough. I know. Let's go back to the first person. His first initial statement is what rings true. Especially you men out here. Listen. Raise your children the way we do. I mean, a nine-year-old boy in Gaza is more of a man than a 25-year-old in America. A nine-year-old in Gaza is more of a man than a 25-year-old year old in America. And this is facts. And if you hate this message, tell me or ask me if I give a F. All right, I'm real on this one because I'm sick of seeing these entitled-ass Coddled ass kids complaining about shit they can change. Y'all got enough time to t- talk politics. Y'all got enough time to debate if Trump is bad or or if uh, Biden is bad. You got enough time to choose your gender and choose your sexuality. You got enough time to get a damn job. And getting a job doesn't mean I'm going to make just enough money so I can survive living at home. Being an assistant manager at Baskin and Robbins, that's not a job. And it's not a career. You don't need $20 an hour to scoop ice cream. That means you ain't on your shit. That mean, Remember, let's go back to the first young lady that we did here. Why are you covering this? There's always a reason why I cover it because I can always segue back. This young lady said, I applied to 1,000 jobs. Ask yourself, are you working that hard? For real. Ninjas is complaining. Meanwhile, she applying to 1,000 jobs. <laughs> Come on, man. We don't need the complaints, man. We don't need this shit. Same as these child support leech-ass baby mamas double-dipping because they angry at their baby daddy. Oh, yes, you too. Taking your man back to court because, bitch, you don't want to go get a second job. Go get the work, you bitch. I mean, go get a job. Wait, that's ain't it. Go get another yeah, job. Bitch. Yeah, bitch. Why you out here leeching? <laughs> go, be- go back and move in with your parents. Give up custody of your kids if you cannot support them. But no, we got grown-ass adult women acting like children. I need money from you. This is some, we, we got a sick-ass society in America. Absolutely sick. Grown-ass adult women want to be mothers one day, children the next. (laughs) It's a cold-ass world. And meanwhile, your son out here making you wipe his rear end 
just so you can keep the son away from the daddy. This shit is disgusting. It's disgusting. When the son should have a job, his, his own damn self. The son, dude, you got grown ass teenagers that don't got a job and you taking a man back for child support. Make this shit make sense. It doesn't make sense. We got a sick world. Absolutely disgusted. I'm disgusted with you Americans. All right. Anyway, it's disgusting what we do to people. Let's get back. And this shit should be shared all across social media, but nobody going to do it. I got to do it myself, don't I? All right. <laughs> I'll do it. And I'll do it live. <laughs> I think people are overwhelmingly absolute failures. Pathetic out here. Pathetic. Here's another pathetic human being. Here's another one. Let me see. Let me show you this right here. Show you this. Is this part of the next segment? You want a main event? We'll do it live. Let's give it to you. (laughs) Right? People are selfish, entitled. It's disgusting. And it's parasitic at best. It's parasitic shit. And if you feel some sort of way about this, man, I don't give a shit about you. What made you think? Look at this right here. Take a look at this. Is this the part of the next segment? When you know you're dealing with a narcissist. Here it is. Signs you're dating a narcissist. First video. Nova, come here. You do not touch them. Nova, come here, baby. You do not have rights to them. Do not fucking touch them. Come here, Nova. 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 Come here, baby. I will call the fucking cops. Nova. Nova, come here, baby. Come on. Come on. Brett, I gotta call the cops. I gotta call the cops. Bye. This is this is the type of mom she is. Come here, baby. No. Why can I not touch my child? I don't bro? trust you. Why would I trust you with my fucking kids? Look at how you're acting versus look at how I'm acting. You're acting irrational as fuck. Can I get not? I can't give my daughter a hug. You're not touching her. Now, see, here's the thing. In our culture, these women go unpunished. These women should be stripped of their custody, thrown in jail. Thrown in jail because this is child abuse. This is emotional terrorism. This is parental alienation and shit like that. Nobody does anything because all the lawyers want their fat wallets padded. All the court justice, all the court clerks and the judges they trying to get their money off of the guy because he loves his kid everybody's in it trying to try to get their pockets padded off of this baby mama who's acting like a petulant child i don't want to hear the difference between a child at 18 a woman at 18 and a woman at 40 they're both immature emotionally same age same emotional age now you hear this my signs you're dating a narcissist my kids mine This is obviously the biological father, obviously a baby, taking them. I don't trust you around them. Why? Any evidence? None. There's no restraining order. There's no temporary restraining order. There's no court order. There's no, no. Now this ninja got to go to court and fight her because she wants to act like a baby. That we let adults act like children and we don't punish them. Hey, keep doing y'all out here. And, and yes, this has happened to me too. It's crazy. Let's continue. Not only that, what you'll do is, I saw a tweet. 
where the woman will say, I want a guy that pays uh, the most of the bills, but then when they divorce him, she want half the shit that she didn't pay for. It's weird. We live in a weird world. Here we go. She's calling the cops now. Come here, Luna. Can I have a hug? Uh, 500 Selena Road. <laughs> I love you, Dad. I love you. Did you hear that? Did you hear the boy? Did you hear the boy? The boy says, I love you, Dad. The boy has the wherewithal to be way more mature than his mama. And, of course, she has somebody there, another woman there, witnessing it, helping put the battery in the back, helping with the, remember, I told you, all of our hands are bloody on this. But she's doing this in front of the children. She's doing this in front of the person that's helping and assisting. And she's now calling the police. For what reason? Does anybody know why? Because she's a child. Because she's a narcissist. Let's continue. My father is here and I'm trying to give my kids a hug. I'm literally trying to give my kids a hug. Keep them away from the freaking kids because I'm trying to get a protection order. She says, I'm trying to keep them away from the kids because I'm trying to get a protection order. So she don't got one. She doesn't give him custody. He's going to have to fight for it. And he's there to see his kids because he loves them. And she's on the phone with the agents of of the state. She's the agent of the state. Now she got to bring the cops in on this bullshit. It's crazy, huh? And he's freaking sitting here filming me and freaking trying to get the kids from me. And he doesn't even have rights to two of the kids. He doesn't even have rights to two of the kids. Uh, No, he does have rights. He's a father. He is literally born with the rights. The children are born with the rights. He's, once the children are born, he has rights. But of course, no. she got to put the state in between. Look at this fat, out of shape, busted Pillsbury biscuit can. If she actually spent more time on a treadmill or in that damn jump house, that trampoline, she probably wouldn't look fat. But of course, she's distracted because she's a child. And she's angry and bitter. And now she's got to use the ch- kids against him. It's crazy. Instead of getting her life in order. I have everything on recording, bro. Yes, this is all about child support. This is why child support is is bad because this incentivizes this behavior. She's got to keep custody time away from the father. Therefore, she gets more child support money so she can buy more hostess Twinkies. All right, to, to digest and feed your kids more corn fructose corn syrup. All right, from the Walmart. All right, this is all it's about. It's about welfare. All right, let's continue. And she hates the father more than she loves the child. This is the narcissist shit. This is crazy. Nova, come here. You do not touch them. Nova, come here, baby. Look at our arms, man. This is when you say, I can't believe I impregnated this wildebeest. You do not have rights to them. How how do you... Have you dated or married a narcissist? They're out in the open. You don't touch them. You don't have rights to them. How? Like, where Like where do I not have rights to them? Well, she says right here, the court said, man, fuck the court. The court don't give me rights. But, of course, she signed a birth certificate. So, God gives me these rights. These aren't your kids. Watch. Do not fucking touch Come here, Nova. 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 Nova, that's my dog's name. Come here, baby. I will call the Nova. Nova, come here, baby. Man, every time they say that, 
Oh, you can't see the video. Every time she says that, I think of Nova, my dog. All right, you name my... Okay, let's continue. Have you dated a narcissist? Is this the video I want to show? All right, we got a narcissist here. Is this a narcissist? All right, let's see what she's got here. All right. Just start dating for money at this point. I mean, what has dating for love really gotten you? Let's just be honest. You've got like heartache and about five years worth of trauma to work through at this point. At least five years. And what's the going rate for therapists? Like 150, 200 an hour or something? Yeah, no, not worth it. At some point, your love has got to cost a thing. Sorry, J-Lo. My love costs a thing now. Yep, it does. Mm -hmm. Just start dating for money at this point. I mean. It's getting tough out here, man. It's getting tough. We live in a monetized dating marketplace. I, I, the, the economy is making women do this, right? Because they're in a bind, right? This is what feminism did not promise. Oh, wait, I got to pay for half the dates and pay taxes and pay rent and the rents are going up. See, now they're realizing they're painting themselves in the corner. So now the love has to be monetized. But the monetization goes straight to them. Thus, then they don't, they, they renege on what they're supposed to bring. Again, the narcissist trait about this is what are you giving back? Obviously, as you can see, this young woman has tagged satire, just jokes. This is a deflection. This is not satire. This is not jokes. She's absolutely thinking about this. This is real. But you guys will say she's bad, she's gorgeous, she's hot, and you'll go down that way and realize she's not just joking. This is not satire. This is what she thinks. And not only that, she's also bringing what she said she's bringing, five years of a trauma, therapy, stuff like this. So let's just date for money. Okay? You see what I mean? This is where we're going with it. Again, the narcissist trait about this is she is the problem, clearly. She has been traumatized. She has sought out help. She has not completed the help. So now she's incapable of love, which she was incapable of love to begin with. Now it's time to date for money. The problem is, how much money is this woman worth? Let's just be honest. Like, I don't mind fixing a bind here and there. But this is $60. $60, take it or leave it. Take it or leave it. The mark, this is a simp economy out here, but you're not, get, you're not getting top dollar here. I just need a little bit of something real quick. Let me wet my whistle. 60 bucks. And Philadelphia is worth 60 bucks. Okay? And that's you. I mean, this market is too competitive financially with top-notch bitches out here. And she's like, date for money. Who are you going to get that has money? And even the reading rainbows in on this one. Again, know who's on your team, liberals. Even the reading rainbow is on in on this. You need to start dating for money because this whole time you've been doing it for love. And look at where you are right now. Like you got trauma that's probably going to stay with you for the next five years at least. So I don't know. You need to try a different approach, a different, a different method. Maybe that way you're going to find happiness. You need to start dating for money because this whole time you've been doing it for love. And look at where you are right now. Like you got trauma. That's see, they're also, you see the trauma thing again. This is the weak culture with this trauma bullshit, right? I'm just telling you, man, this is weakening the adults. 
the millennials, Gen Z. Well, I have trauma. Everybody does. Stop being a victim. The victim Olympics is starting tomorrow. Ninjas that can't even get a gold medal. They got so much trauma. All right, bullshit. It's crazy. All right, but uh, even the reading Rainbow Ninjas is trying to date. Y'all just, <laughs> yo, these narcissists. Me, 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 me. Give me money, give me money. And they literally said the same thing. All right, five years of trauma. Dude, TikTok is definitely the biggest nuke bomb since Nagasaki and Hiroshima. This has nuked America. China has found out how to nuke America through TikTok. Donald Trump was right. I'm going to tell you, man. He was absolutely right. Look at my African-American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? You know what I'm talking about? This is the softest bomb of all time, the TikTok. (laughs) Right. Wait a minute. Sorry. I'm pressing the wrong buttons. I'm pressing the wrong buttons. It's a bomb. All it does is indoctrinate young people to say stupid shit. All right. Anyway, goodness Lord. All right, and they all start believing it. Why? Because it makes them feel like a victim. All right, what do we got here? Oh, complete narcissist. Listen to this video. Listen to this video. Now, this is a passive-aggressive narcissist. <laughs> this, is the, this is the most... Pa- this is what you have to watch out for. Stock factory issue, sloppy yogurt, plain Becky, basic bitch, right? And she's smiling. She looks less intimidating, a little neotness. She has childlike qualities, speech, and... And, and, and movements, you're going to be like, what's wrong with this, coach? I want you to listen. Of a girl talking about how she had to delete Hinge, the dating app, because it was affecting her confidence. I second that. Because, like, once a week, I'll go and see who, like, liked my Hinge photos or maybe commented, see if there's any, like, potential. And it always just makes me sad. For the most part, I consider myself a fairly attractive person. Maybe not right now. I'm not really in my element. No one's, this is my, like, stay-at-home, no-one-sees-me look today. But when I see the guys who are liking my photo... I'm like, what do I look like? What do I look like that these guys think we would ever match or be compatible, okay? Because I am only attracting unattractive men on Hinge. They're all unattractive, okay? And it makes me start thinking, wait a minute, if all these men are unattractive on Hinge who like me, if I'm attracting unattractive men, am I unattractive? You know, and and you start second-guessing yourself. I know I'm not the only girl who feels this way. And for the girlies who are in a relationship with an attractive man, keyword attractive man, um, where did you find him? Just curious. Would love to know. Please comment down below where you found him. Um, because they're definitely not on Hinge. And uh, it's either that or maybe I'm just lesbian and I don't know yet. Who gonna tell her? Who gonna tell her? Who wants to be the one? Who's gonna be the one, man? she clearly missed she clearly has improperly assessed her marketplace value yeah she's extraordinary extraordinary I could find out of the 66 66, wait a minute out of the 66% of white Americans dicing that in half out of the 34% of white American females in America. I don't know what that puts us at in the population. Slightly over, slightly over 30 million, 40 million American white women 
I could find with my eyes closed, spinning in a circle, blindfolded. I could find her anywhere. <laughs> like anywhere. With no attempt. She <laughs> just and all she said was I I I I I I me 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 I I I me. What is she? What mirror lied to her? That thought she was top tier pickings. See, because now this just proves the ninety ten rule. <laughs> Where in the world? What was you talking about? Now you, she's not bad. I'm just saying. What? Who are you? To be talking down to a group of men that are at least trying. This is unreal, the narcissism. And it was very passive aggressive. It wasn't in your face. It wasn't. But literally, I'm going to play it again. And she's going, I'm here for the top tier percent. Look at me. She basically like, look at me. What's wrong with me? (laughs) Come on, fam. She should be married up at 22, pushing babies at 24 to a guy, a fat dude that work at the plant. That's as best I can give you. If you waiting for something better than this, baby, it ain't coming. Take the deal now. Somebody's father lied to you. I saw a video of a girl talking about how she had to delete Hinge, the dating app, because it was affecting her confidence. I second that. Because, like, once a week, I'll go and see who, like, liked my Hinge photos or maybe commented, see if there's any, like, potential. And it always just makes me sad. <laughs> yeah, reality's a bitch. You know what I'm saying? And then she like, where do you meet the man in your life? Social circle, more than likely. Dating apps ain't it. For the most part, I consider myself a fairly attractive person. Maybe not right now. I'm not really in my element. No one's, this is my like stay at home. No one's. All right. So she basically saying when I have the help of the Lilith, all right, and I have makeup and I have witchcraft going, I'm pretty sure, listen, and I'm not saying she's ugly. I actually like average women, right? But average women are delusional now. This is out of control. All right. She's average. She would be a slightly above average with a makeup and her hair done, right? A good nice dress and some heels. She, you might perceive her to be out of your league, but this is what you get when she's at home. This is it. I mean, she's built like a cereal box. It is what it is, and that's not bad. I'm just saying, know your role. Know your role. Sees me look today, but when I see the guys who are liking my photo, I'm like, what do I look like? What do I look like that these guys think we would ever match or be compatible, okay? <laughs> I mean, do we need to tell you? Because I am only attracting unattractive men on hinge they're all unattractive okay and it makes me start thinking wait a minute if all these men are unattractive on hinge who like me if i'm attracting unattractive men am i unattractive you know she's like that can't be possible that can't be it that's certainly not it again she's not unattractive but i would love to see the men she's matching with they're probably decent but they're not top 10 percent top 20 I deserve more. You know, and and you start second-guessing yourself. I know I'm not the only girl who feels this way. And for the girlies who are in a relationship with an attractive man... (laughs) Listen, not just the girls who are in a relationship. The girls that are in a relationship with an attractive man. (laughs) Jesus Christ, man. 
Ma'am, you're running out of time. This is crazy. Isn't this crazy, though? I mean, you cannot you cannot agree with her. This is she getting a reality check of a lifetime. The longer she waits, the worse it's gonna get. She's waiting for Prince Charming. And look at her bedroom. This is in her parents' house. Uh, she lives with her parents. Again, I'm I'm not shading women who live with their parents, but what again, what are you what do you got, ma'am? This is a quick question. What do you have? Yeah, she got flatbacks going on too. What do you got? You live at your parents' house. You're somewhere near 25 to 26. What possibly of value other than your womb? And I can't even say it's valuable to me because it's going to be an, my assets are going to fly out of the window just dealing with you and your narcissism. Then you're going to be telling me I don't have rights to my kids. <laughs> like, This is absolutely insane. I feel bad for American men there at this age. This is sad. Keyword attractive man. Um, where did you find him? Just curious. Would love to know. Please comment down below where you found him um, because they're definitely not on Hinge. And uh, it's either that or maybe I'm just lesbian and I don't know yet. I'm sure you've tried that. But listen, a man doesn't find a woman doesn't find a man. A man doesn't even find a woman. A man finds a wife. That's what he finds. He doesn't find a woman. Women don't find men. Ninja, women come prepared to be with the man that they need to be with. A man doesn't work hard. A man doesn't put in extra work. She comes ready. She comes ready to be a wife. She doesn't turn into a wife after she becomes the wife. This is probably scripture. But these narcissists got it all wrong. Well, I'll submit to the right guy. No, you should be in the spirit of that so that the right guy can find you. <sighs> enjoy your dog. And enjoy your stand at lesbianism because you're considering it. The narcissism is out of control. Let's talk about it. The dark triad. The dark triad is a pseudo psychological Theory of personality, which has three key components, the narcissism, Machiavellianism, and psychopathy. Narcissism is characterized by grandiosity, pride, egotism, and a lack of empathy. I do have some of these traits, but there are a lot of women that have all of these. Machiavellianism is characterized by manipulation. I'm certainly not manipulative. And exploitation of others. Where's my man so I can use him? Um, let's date for money, not love. <laughs> right? Let's manipulate it. You don't have parental rights. This is Machiavellianism. Indifferent to morality. I have that. Lack of empathy, my, me also. And a strategic focus on self-interest. Women. They got all of these traits. And if you don't see them, open your eyes. Psychopathy. Is characterized by continuous antisocial behavior. Let's go back. Where's the woman that we just looked at? She has that trait. Uh, let's see here. All right. These traits, antisocial behavior, right here, right there, right there, right there. Where did you find them? Selfishness, impulsivity, callous, and unemotional traits. Date for money. We just saw all of these people display all of these characteristics. Now, they think they're normal. 
They think they're normal, and they think most of the men are the problem. But no, they, they literally have all of these traits that I just named. All of them. Let me read them again. Impulsivity, antisocial behavior, meaning I'm not going to do the gender norms. I'm not going to do the antisocial. Selfishness, I, I, me, 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 I, money, money, money. Callous, meaning bold. They boldly say this shit, unpunished. <laughs> okay. Boldly, callous. They got the nerve. You got the nerve to be on record, recorded, telling me I don't have any parental rights. Callous. Right in front of the children. Right in the police. Right in court. Right. Callous. What else? Unemotional traits. Let's go back. Right here. Unemotional about it. Come on. Unemotional about it. I'm going to call the police on you. She don't give a shit. She's acting emotional. She don't give a shit remorselessness remorselessness right here all of them no remorse no sense of what can i do better where was this video where it says what can i do better about myself to attract a mate not one time did she do that she said look at me (laughs) look at me what about hey what's the problem no remorse no sense of you know what? I need to work on myself. None. I'm perfect, she says. That's the dark triad. Narcissism, if you wanted to know the definition. Excessive interest in or admiration of one's self or one's physical appearance. I do have that trait. <laughs> Narcissism. But you also, selfishness. Involving a sense of entitlement. I don't have any of these things. A lack of empathy and a need for admiration. Let's go back. Here it is. This is true narcissism. Okay, self-centered arising from failure to distinguish the self from external objects. The failure to distinguish yourself from external objects. Self-centeredness. Self-centeredness. Narcissism, either in very young babies or as a feature of mental disorder. (laughs) See this? But no, it's always the man that's a narcissist because he's trying to fight for custody of his kids. He's trying to get respect in his own house. He's trying to get sex. He's trying to get something in exchange for what he's doing. Oh, I'm going to cover that. I'm going to cover that now. Are you ready? Watch this. Listen to this true narcissist. Okay. If, If your girlfriend or wife or your future girlfriend sounds like this, ninja, evade. Evade. Do not marry her. This is called keeping score. If she keeps score like this in her relationship, ninja, run. Let's continue. A man said to me today, that if my income only covers 30% of the bills in my home, that I should carry 70% of the mental load and domestic labor for my home. That would only be fair if I were to do that because my income doesn't cover enough to excuse me from the work in my home. I need to carry my weight essentially. And that made me giggle because women carry the load regardless of their income. 
My husband and I make exactly the same thing. We make the same amount of money. Yet, I do exponentially more in our home and we are working very hard to course correct here. And I have a very willing and able partner and we've made great strides. But still, I carry the mental load, I do most of the domestic labor, and I am the primary parent in our home. That is just a fact of the matter right now. But that is true for so many women. And I'm tired of hearing men say that's hyperbole or not true, or it's because they don't earn enough money. And I think this really helps paint the picture of what is going on. The division of labor in marriages as shared by Professor, Professor Emily Oster, no matter what they're earning, whether they are paying 70% of the bills or 100% of the bills, they are still doing more work in the home. A man said to me today, Guys, if your wife starts doing this, run now. It's over. She don't love you. Now, check this this. Check this out. Because I know this, this conversation goes on on YouTube. Who should share the chores and shit like this. This bitch is counting beans. Now, watch this. I want you to notice something. Let's see if you picked up on this. I want you to see if you picked on, up on this. Now, I'm going to just make a... I'm going to just make an assumption. While she was talking, what, did you, what else did you hear? While she was talking, what else did you hear? I'm just going to make an assumption, and it's probably going to be, if you thought about it, it will make sense. While she was talking, what else was very, very prominent in the video? In fact, it interfered with the video itself. And I'm just assuming, just assuming. And I'll play it again because now that I want you to listen to it, I want you to listen with your ears, it's going to jump out at you. Somebody said nothing. Yep. Somebody said the lawnmower. There was a lawnmower in the back. I want you to listen again now. Put on your ears and we're going to make an assumption that someone is mowing the lawn. Now, I'm going to assume just for this show that her husband's mowing the lawn. Watch. I want you to listen. That if my income only covers 30% of the bills in my home, that I should carry 70% of the mental load and domestic labor for my home. That would only be fair if I were to do that because my income doesn't cover enough to excuse me from the work in my home. I need to carry my weight. Okay, now let's just say, let's just say, let's just assume that her husband or partner is the one mowing the lawn and that Edgar and Jorge got the day off because this happens a lot. What she's talking about is inside the house. Inside the house, I, my mental work is focused on the kids or the house or decorating or interior decorating designing you know changing diapers or she's she's counting these beans she's counting these nuts she's counting these beans i did this i did that i my my income my this woman ain't said shit as to what the husband did she only talked about i my 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 
And she talking about some weird 70-30 as if we can even determine what people do unless we charted it. Of course, she charted it like a true narcissist. Outside the house, she doesn't count. No lawn mowing. When the septic tank explodes, emergencies, shoveling of snow, raking of leaves, ranking of pine needles, mowing the lawn, taking out the trash, walking the dog during the winter. You see what I mean? I'm sure there's some things that he does that you forgot to count because you're keeping score as a narcissist. I, my, I, my, my, changing the battery on the smoke detector. There's mental, there's mental work that he's doing because he knows that if this family falls apart, he's going to be blamed, not you and your little money that you're counting in them little beans. Uh, at the end of the day, if this family goes bankrupt, he's going to be blamed. That is serious mental work. Her little job and her little 70% of chores is not going to bankrupt us. And if it does, you're not going to get blamed for it. It's going to be him. How's that for mental work? Every day he goes to work, he probably is aware of this. How about the mental work of coming home to a bitch that's going to count beans soon as I get back instead of drop that neck or open her leg? How about that mental work? Knowing that I got to come home to a narcissist every night. Now, that don't matter. Okay, how about when I want to decompress, you over here talk, counting beans, telling me what I did and didn't do. When I'm holding this shit up by, by two picks at this point, right? The gardening, the plumbing, the electrician, all right, the shower curtain. When you come back from Target, who got to put the shower curtain up? I mean, come on, man. This is just absolutely ridiculous. It's entitlement. It's childish. Now, if you mad, go find another ninja. But we know this ain't the marketplace for this. So instead of trying to go find somebody else that's suitable, you got to abuse me counting beans. The thing is, once I walk out this door, it ain't getting no better for you. You know it and I know it. All right, so know your role. And shut your mouth or you want somebody else to come in and do the 50% work that I'm not going to be doing or the 30% if you think you lonely now. Wait until tonight because I'm going to take my 30% and keep it moving. You think that you loaded laundry and pressed that button and you did something. You didn't do shit. I bought that laundry. I brought that lawn washer and dryer. Now listen to it again. All you're going to hear is me, me, I, me, 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 I. Not one positive comment about her husband. Not one. Essentially. And that made me giggle because women carry the load regardless of their income. My husband and I make exactly the same thing. We make the same amount of money. Yet, I do exponentially more in our home and we are working very hard. To course correct here. Course correct. The only course correct I got right here. Ah! Imagine, guys. Imagine. Do you even want to sleep with a woman like this? I mean, you can't even get aroused by this woman. 
All she sees you as is a utility. That's it. And every time she does something, she wants to put it on the chart. Look at me. I did it. Okay. But the problem is we're not that petty. So when we do something, they, what did you do? And you're like, well, bitch, like I ain't sitting around. Th- like th- this is the question. This is the question. And I'm going to get to some super chats and then continue. Because when the conversation comes up, she's like, and I did this and that and this and that. And you're like, okay. And she'd be like, what did you do? You did 50 things. So you'd be like, uh, <laughs> I mean, I did all of that shit. Everything else, bitch. Like what? What? What, 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 what was it? You're like, bitch, are we keeping score? It's really annoying. But this is narcissism. This is not about chores. This is about a person that cannot be happy in the situation she's in. This is it. I'm supposed to write down on the board every time I do something. That's not what I do. This is crazy. But uh, let me see something here. I'm going to do super chat. And I have a very willing and able partner, and we've made great strides. But still, I carry the mental load. I do most of the domestic labor, and I am the primary parent. Like, my question is, what did you think you was going to do? Here's my question, ladies. What did you think you was going to do? I mean, what was in your mind? You were going to be equal parents, right? You were going to both do the same amount of parenting work? What did you think? Because when you go to child support, that's what you're going to say. I'm the primary parent all of a sudden. But what did you think was going to happen? I'm just wondering. That you was going to get a job so that now you don't have to do these things. And you even admit, I think she said she only pays 30% of the income of the, of the, the house expenses. I believe that's what she said. But she thinks now that she got a job, now she don't have to be a parent. But this is why y'all kids grow up like this. There ain't no 50-50 out here, but in their world, everything could get better. I'm getting the short end of the stick. You thought that because you got a job, you don't got to do no housework. Is that what you thought? <laughs> Wait. Wait, you paid 30% of the bills. So you thought your job at Trader Joe's was going to get you out because you know that she work at Trader Joe's. She thought she worked at Trader Joe's that it was going to stop her from doing housework. (laughs) Oh, I don't have to do no housework now. Where are y'all at, man? Yo, that's narcissism. Let me do some super chats. I'll come back to this subject matter because I got another video. Why do they do this to themselves? Man, you doing this to yourself. Ma'am, you pissing yourself off. (laughs) <laughs> like I'm literally doing nothing and I'm actually doing nothing and it's pissing you off. Unbelievable. Let me, let me get to these super chats. This is crazy. All right. Uh, let me see here. Somebody says, uh, lunar glider says salute coach supporting today's show. Thank you, sir. All right. Um, Hasa Ha says my black female coworker tried to play matchmaker and set me up with a duck and donut shaped water bed, heavy PhD looking chick. <laughs> All right, where we at here? Um, He says, Rob Sawyer says, never feel sorry for them. Why? Behind every 25-plus-year-old lady crying about men, 
There are tons of broken hearts from guys she toyed with, cheated with, rejected, used, friend zone, and used for free dinners and ignored. Yep. They have an advantage, so I don't feel bad for them. JC says employers now desire skills and experience over education. Yeah, education is kind of t- taking a back seat. And education is not education. It's simply repeat back what I repeated to, or I said to you. Mimic the second says United Auto Workers. Is that what it is? Are going on strike car prices will go higher, even higher than they are now. UAW going on strike. John Doe, the community is suffering from arrested development. We prioritize youth to our own detriment. And in fact, I heard Angry Man actually talk about that. It's because um, in, the, in many of the community in general, men over 40 are, are washed. Okay, you know, because obviously these men have struggled, not gotten to where they, you know, are made mistakes. And as a result, young men don't have older men to look up for. All right. We only had the pimp and the, and the hustlers to look up to. All right. So people will look up to younger men, not older men. Let me give you quick examples of this. If you said a rapper was over age 35, what would you say? You too old to rap. If you said a basketball player was going to play until he's 38 and 40, he's washed, he too old. Okay, that's just an example there, all right, of where we take men and we peak them out at 35. In the community, a man is peaked out by 35, all right? Um, a woman will try to find a guy that has the six sixes, but he's got to be under 40. When that's going to be like 2% of ninjas, all right? 2% of black men going to fit into that. And then, of course, he has to be tall and shit like that. Then when you say, well, these older black men over here that don't have no babies, they never been married. They're good average dudes, but he's 40 plus years old. All right. Everybody's staying away from that guy. Nah, 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 nah. They could take the leftover women. Black men are peaked out at age 35. After that, no value. They're perceived as valueless and must take the load, the brunt of Communidad's litter. We're supposed to pick up the trash. Right? It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. So it is what it is, but that's what we do. We do that to a lot of men, especially men of color, but uh, many other cultures don't do that as much. You do hear it here and there, but, you know, um, many, many of the most handsomest, attractive men considered in American beauty standards, have been always older men, 55. You know, look at the, the People's Magazine, most attractive man, heartthrob. They're always older. Sometimes they're younger, but mostly times they're older. In the hood, if you balding, gray hair, ninja, you old and washed. <laughs> it's crazy. You're supposed to be always young. And then then when you get older as a male, you're supposed to dress young. If you dress older, you know, you can wear your little suit every now and then. But for the most part, you know, most older men try to dress really young. Young, like dressing like they're teenagers and shit. They start wearing tight pants and I get fashion. But they start trying to maintain that youthful look. Like, you ever see an older dude, like, he, he kind of looked like me, but he dressed, you know, he got the basketball jersey matched with the pants, and he come in and has the fresh sneaks, 
All the, oh, man, ooh, look at him. Oh, you looking good. You looking fly. Look at your drip. Because he looks young, right? And he can pull off the young look and maintain the swag. I think it's actually funny when, when older men talk about swag. I'm like, Nick, <laughs> swag? Over 35, swag? I get it, man. You got to look good and presentable, but swag, Nick? <laughs> like, come on, fam. We got we got put, we got to get rid of that mindset of older men being washed and older men competing with younger men. All right. I, I'm too old to compete with you ninjas. I'm too old to compete with you young ninjas. All right. You wet behind the ear, horny young ninjas. All right. You ain't on my level. You ain't on my level. I ain't competing with y'all. All right. Shout out to John Doe also says I standing in full support of Jackie Chan. I don't care what anyone says. He did the right thing. Inheritance should be get earned, not given. Yep, they're not entitled to a damn thing. Jay Flo says the entitlement of everyone wins culture means these young adults can't take an L. He says that puts us all in danger. So now I have to be ready to karate and go crazy. For real. Nobody want to take that L. JC says the U.S. adult child crisis coach been speaking on this for a minute this is one of my favorite topics on his live streams i'm grateful it has been brought to my attention to help me identify any issues with my own children indeed yep it's barbecue in there yeah these bird chested ninjas can go somewhere else all right but yeah man the adult child crisis all right we see it everywhere just about in every everything everyone we do all right, I got to put some chapstick on my lips. Pause. I can't pronounce your name, but it's I am Hotep at the end. What's up, coach? I'm 36 and resetting again. No kids or females, just an easy job, the gym, and working on my online business. He says, ease up on us dope-smoking ninjas. He says, we can get work done, too, sometimes. All right, shout out to you, man. And, I'm, you know, I do have some data on that, too, as well, but we'll leave it alone today. Lee Smith, so glad you listed the narcissist trait CGA. Thanks for waking people up to this fact that XXs are narcs by nature. And he says, a guy is a narc when he acts like a XX. Yep. He does. He start and and most most men that are raised primarily by women tend to act like narcissists. <laughs> they do. King of Space, hey coach, left my shouty three weeks ago for calling me a narcissist. One too many damn times. I packed my shit after seven years in and bounced, and Shorty is back to these streets. Now I'm free agent lifestyle for life. Thanks to what for what you do. All right. Yeah, men get blamed for being narcissists, but that is also projection. We can play this game and we can we can square dance all day long to figure out who the narcissist is. All right, but it's absolutely pathetic. Can we move forward, right? Jones G, I saw kids as young as eight working in Africa. Facts. Working. And we used to have child labor laws, but now we don't. Scott, great. He says, um, CGA, last week you referenced Fred Price's evidence. You ceased to amaze me, bruh. Indeed. Shout out to Frederick K.C. Price. Doctor. He died recently, too. All right. And everybody in Inglewood and Los Angeles. West L.A. and everybody in the like. Shout out to Keldrick. Florida, the price of peace sleeve went down. Shout out to all the crystal methanies out here that need to get 
a little bit of get their binds out here. I'm in a bind, Nate. Snapchat fix by 25. I had I was a DM at my job making 75k plus commissions. And he says 25 is a child nowhere. Give them the buzzer. Okay. Like if you believe 25 is a child, man, reevaluate your life. Like consider but we do have 25-year-old children out here. I mean, reevaluate your life. I mean, man, shit, I wish I could act like a child at 25. Jesus. I was a man and shit, doing man shit. And not not talking about alpha man shit. Like I was making I was I was earning paychecks and paying taxes and shit. Like 25, man, please. And a woman at 25, man, I'm telling you that that she's approaching old. I'm going to tell you this right now because ninjas be like, metaphile, metaphile. It's a funny joke. But a woman approaching 25, ninja, she better have her shit start to get in order. Like, she need to know how to wash her panties, for real. Not how to mix uh, drinks at the bar. 25. In the history of our world, a 25-year-old woman was old. And for a variety of reasons, not just because they were going to hit the wall. <laughs> all right in the history of our world but you guys are born in the new age new fandangle disneyland anything could happen we better than god we know more than god world 25 year old woman was considered way old for what she needed to do now if she wanted to surpass that and say i don't want to do that she could have done it but she wasn't coming back around that corner at 35, 40. Talking about, all right, let me give myself a second chance at this. Let me just show you an example of what we're talking about. And the frustration is evident. Evidence? Look, 36, talking about going monk mode. This is not a choice. This is what you are going to do. Look, 29, looking for a husband. The evidence is there. Whatever they thought... <laughs> Whatever you thought was going to happen, where's another one? Right here. How old is this woman? Then they wonder why they frustrated. Why is it ain't happening? All right, 32. <laughs> Come on, man. Okay, if 25 is young, what is 32? If 25 is young, what is 32? Take a look. And this is with help, filter, and a surgery. Is 32 a baby? This woman looked like an old lady at 32. She does. I mean, like just, you can see it in her. You can see the old lady creeping out. We live in bizarro world. I mean, this is why they call me the great coach Alini. <laughs> we live in bizarro world. It's absolutely ridiculous. Look, she looked like she's struggling to hold on. Like, you know what I mean? Like the frailty is coming out. She's all sunken, withdrawn. Dark eyes, sir. She's hiding a lot. And this is seven years past when you call somebody a child. Seven years. You act like this. She, but she looks 20 years older or to at least 12. Let me just say she looks 10 to 12 years older. Than the what you called a child earlier. There ain't no way in hell. There ain't no way in hell I'm going to believe this crazy shit y'all trying to feed me. <laughs> right? All right, 
No government name. Best thing to do in order for your resume to reach the top of the list. Start making connections on LinkedIn with people in the same department you are going for. And he says, after that, ask for a referral from them. Most companies offer referral programs when the employees get paid a bonus. It is a win-win for the both of you. Shout out to you. Wow. A referral? Okay. Shout out to you. All right. Shout out to you. Thanks for sharing that information, man. We're aimed to help. All right. What do we got? Dane says, Coach, I'm sending you some funds to say I love you. No homo. You out here saving lives. You the best on YouTube Ninja. Shout out to you. Thank you, brother. Shout out to you. Let's get back. Let's get back. Did I get Venmo? I got Travis, right? I did. All right. We ready. We ready. Because I got some more of this crazy shit. We're going to go to three hours. All right. Let's get back to this narcissism thing. Signs you're dated or married a narcissist. Let me see if I can pull the video up. Let's take a look at this one. All right. And people always want, you know, these miserable people, they want company. All right. Take a look at what we got here. Sit down. Okay, here we go right here. Let's see what we got. Some of y'all are going to get mad at me, but I'm going to tell y'all some things that a man who's in love with you would never, ever do. Not in a million years. Not if someone drug him behind a team of wild horses. He will not compete with you for who's had a harder day. He will not walk empty handed while you are carrying an armful of things. He will not sit down if you are standing up with nowhere to sit. When you're out somewhere, he will not leave you unattended the entire time and just be like talking to other people like he's not even there with somebody. Forever, not in 10 million years, not if dinosaurs reappeared, put you down about your appearance. I don't care if you've gained weight. I don't care if you've got the biggest zit known to man. Never. He will never say anything negative about making love to you. He will never try to make you feel dumb. He will never try to make you feel unimportant or smaller than him. He will never try to make you jealous. He will never see you hurting and not try to come to you and fix it. There will never be a time in the history of time that he sees you upset and doesn't want to literally come across the table and like go at somebody who's hurt you. He will never, ever want to see you do without. He'll never want to imagine his life without you in it. He will never go a day without thinking about you. He would never do anything to put your relationship in jeopardy. He will never try to control what you think or feel. He'll never try to put a lid on your potential. He will never be able to stop himself from doing anything other than being your biggest fan and loving you. Period. I don't give a fuck what you think, bitch. Cut that bitch off. Next caller. Now, women are going to be like, yes, you go. You go, girl, period. Period. Bruh, now, that's narcissism, <laughs> right? That is narcissism. Anybody who thinks that that's not narcissism, you need to go check yourself. Because I'm going to tell you, that's some dark triad shit right there. Not only that, she's been ran through more times than the Holland Tunnel. Narcissism is characterized by grandiosity, pride, egotism, and a lack of empathy. Machiavellianism, characterized by manipulation, exploitation of others. And other things, strategic focus on self-interest. Psychopathy, characterized by continuous antisocial behavior, impulsivity, selfishness, callous, 
unemotional traits and remorse, un, remorse, remorselessness. Now, the next video I'm going to show you is going to be that. Now, here's the thing. People are going to be, what, 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 why, coach? Why? Because in that whole thing, she had not identified one thing that she is doing for him. She just waiting for a servant that's going to do everything for her in exchange for what? Now, the exchange she's going to say, and most women are going to say, is what I call implied or intangible exchange. Well, I'm going to be me. This is the grandiose. This is the ego. Well, me. As if she's perfect. As if she's so wonderful. As if she doesn't make mistakes. What are you going to pay attention on him? What are you going to give back? Well, me. And what I do, and it, but she's going to count beans on the shit she's supposed to do. Now we got to split that shit up equally, too. I got to listen to you and cater to you and wipe your rear in and bring shit to you and make sure your self-esteem is in order. And I got to do all of these things, period. For what? What are you giving back? You don't hear it. I want you to identify People like this as pure narcissists. This is psychopathy, Machiavellianism. This is straight up pride ego. It's disgusting. <laughs> this, is, this, this is despicable. I run from women that want this shit. Because this, this type of thing cannot continue. You cannot continue this tap dance. The minute you slip up once, she's going to be like, well, you really don't love me. Why? Well, I had a zit on my nose. Bruh, there ain't no way you're going to keep up this tap dance. The same happens when a woman, you schedule with a woman. Hey, uh, let me just tell you. Hey, uh, let's go out later this week. Oh, okay, what day? Thursday. Okay, well, what are we going to do? Well, today's Sunday. We're going to get together Thursday. Yeah, but what are we going to do? Well, ma'am, it ain't even Thursday yet. It's not even Wednesday. You told me we can go out. I'll tell you later this week. Well, a real man will plan. This is what women think men do. This is what men think men do. Hey, ma'am, can I take you out for a nice dinner? I'd like to get to know you. Sure, she says. She thinks as soon as that happens, I get on my belly. I lie on my bed on my stomach with my feet dangling in the back like this. Oh, boy. Okay, let me look up. What a fabulous play we can do. And uh, now let me make reservations and plan this beautiful. Is there a balloon ride this weekend? All right, my goodness. Okay. On Monday. Oh, this will be wonderful. If I actually took her out, maybe I'll pick up a little. Maybe I'll wear my great fragrance and I'll pick up some flowers on the way and see who's in town for a concert. And wow, this will be fantastic. Gosh, what else can I plan? Do you eat duck? All right, you don't eat duck. Oh, you're a vegan. All right, let me look up the 15 vegan restaurants. Oh, this would be great. Let me write this down. Ah. <laughs> let me pick up a little, let me pick up my tickets from the VIP box. This will be fantastic. I can't wait. This will be a wonderful date. I'm going to plan a wonderful even around. you. As a matter of fact, I already have it planned out before I asked you. So that when you ask me, what are we going to do? Or I'm going to tell you. All right, here we go. We're going to have restaurant 
at the Voila La La La. Wonderful Italian restaurant. It'll be fantastic. They're going to serve stuffed mushrooms as their opening appetizer. Then they're going to give us a little bit of mm, la 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 oil and bread. It's fantastic. Then what we're going to do, <laughs> then they're going to give us a tossed salad, mm, a good cob salad. Then they'll bring the entree, then a dessert. And then afterwards, we're going to walk this. Ain't no ninja sitting around doing all that. <laughs> they think ninjas are sitting around all day planning around them, a.k.a. narcissists. <laughs> it's crazy. I planned everything out before I ask you out. Now, Monday, what are we doing? Now, I'm conscious that women need to know what to wear. I'll give you instructions. You will be wearing... Your hair will be in this. You will be wearing high ponytail, black dress. You will have these heels, wear these shoes. This is what I want you to be doing. I'm going to give you the instructions, but damn, I'll give you a couple of days to go shopping, get your weave in order, get your Brazilian blowout, buy you some heels. I'll give you a couple of days, but give me a couple of days. (laughs) So you can shave your stuff and figure out if you're on your period. All right, listen. It's crazy. It's crazy. Now, after we're done, we're going back to my house. Huh? Yes, we're going back to my house. Yeah, feet out. I want to see them toes. Go get your mani or your petty. But anyway, I always give women a two-day warning when I want to see them, at least two days. Sometimes I give them three because I know. I want to know. Well, I'm on my period. That Okay, don't show up. I'll see you next week. <laughs> All right. All right. Wait till you stop being bloated. No ovulation. Wait till you off your period. No spotting or we'll have to put down a towel. But I have all white linen. So. Always a hey, gentleman, just as a word of advice, if you're doing this, always give women three days notice whether you want to see them or not. First of all, they can line up all their chads and Tyrone's. They can line me up in the order of importance. Ninja, we all share and relax. All right. Then. Then they can get their outfit and whatever they want to do. They can shave their punani down and give a landing strip. They can make it nice and bald if you needed to. They can get their mani-pedi, get their hair and weave in order. I always give them a couple options, yes. <laughs> I always give a couple days notice. Get a couple days notice so you can be ready for me. All right? I always do that. Anyway, so they can finish their diarrhea anyway, yeah. <laughs> Shave their legs. You know, they got to do, they, they got to get ready. So always give them a couple days notice. Don't be like, hey, let me see you tonight, tomorrow. They be like, oh, shit. You know, they in the bonnet when you text them. <laughs> they underarm still got hair. You know what I mean? They got linen, and they underarm hair and all that. Yeah, shave their butt hairs. You know what I mean? I need them to be on point. If you want your girls to be on point, give them three days notice at least. Always three days. I always give three days notice. Hey, even for the junior college, even the junior college girls, I never be like, come tomorrow. I always will be like, hey, um, like if it's Monday, I'll be like, are you available Thursday or Friday? I always let them, because I want you ready. I don't want no surprise. I don't want no surprises. You knew you was going to be on your period, and you came over on Friday on your period, violation. <laughs> you knew full and damn well you needed to wax your mustache. <laughs> 
Yep. Get them hairs out of their bunghole. You know what I need you to do? Come ready. All right, anyway, put bleach on your mustache if you need to. Yo, yo, yo. Get your eyebrows done so your eyebrows can be on fleek. Be more, be more, you know, plan than just plan. <laughs> All right, anyway. So she don't come in. So she don't come in with that hair on her back of her, her uh, pelvis. You know, when they come back in there and you flip her over and she got like her, she got the hairy back and you looking like, damn. You didn't go to your wax girl. <laughs> you came in. I gave you three days notice and you got a hairy back. Like we, this is a violation, especially Latinas, man. You got to give them notice. They got to wax. They got to wax their whole arms and everything. They be at the wax girl. They be like, shoosh. I, I, you got to give a Latina a whole bunch of time to get them arm hairs off her, her body. Cause she knows she going to need it. So let me stop, man. This show is off the rails. This is crazy. But I'm giving good advice here. It's just, he said, that's a Yeti. All right. Anyway, let me stop, man. Hey, man. All right, that's so why Indian women, to Indian women, bro, you got to do, let them know, man, because the Indian women, they got to shave them legs down, fam. They got to get, they, they be coming in. <laughs> they be like, she come in with their hairy ass legs. They literally have, let me stop. Let me stop. I'm here, I'm here for you, ladies. Ladies, I'm trying to help these guys. All right, let's get back to the show. All right, uh, let's see here. We already got that narcissist. Okay, here's another narcissist here we're going to feature here. And uh, people aren't going to identify this as narcissism. But I'm here to tell you, this, what I'm going to show you, is literally like the definition of narcissism. And this is a married couple. All right, let me see if I can pull it up here. See if here, here it is, okay. All right, I'm, I'm setting it up because it's on another browser. All right, take a look at this video right here. I got to refresh it. Take a look at this video. This is, this is, this is what we talk about narcissism are you married to a narcissist all right so check this out looks like they got some slabs possibly uh tile or they're gonna do their backyard he probably paying for it splitting up counting beans she's not gonna count this he's probably paying for the majority of this it looks like sidewalk i can't tell but watch the video we'll play it a couple times All right, you got it. You see what happened there? All right, so what do what do we notice there? What do we notice? Somehow, I always wonder how these people record these things. I guess they're recording them to put YouTube vlogs together. I have no idea. All right. So what did you notice about this? What did you notice about this? This appears to be a married couple. Could possibly be a brother or sister. I'm not sure. But they appear to be married based on one thing that I saw her do. Okay. There's definitely no awareness. I mean, she's probably not accustomed to doing things like this. And this is most of the time she's better away than here. 
but she probably wanted to be here. She's of no use or help here. Those those items are way too heavy. They're way too heavy for him, but she probably wants to feel included. But he could probably do this without her or actually bring somebody else of value. That's that's number one. But but she's not paying attention. She stops in the middle of whatever they were doing because she's not experienced to start jibber jabbing. All right. So let me just go back and play this. Whatever they were doing and whatever was going on, she needed him to do the job, but she could not stop bitching. Watch this. There's more to this. This is narcissism. There's more to this. So there you go right here. He's trying to get these things laid down. Her job is to hold the rest of the pile up. She's incapable of doing this, but watch this. Because she's incapable, she gets insecure, and she starts yelling at him. Watch. So there it is right there. So that slight interruption, that slight distraction, whatever she wanted to be right about, she chose the wrong time. So she was about to start bitching, yelling, complaining while he's holding up the pile. She needed him. He needed her to do the job, but she had to start. Yep, 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 yep. And let it go. Smashing his finger. That's not even it. That's not even the worst part of the video. That's the obvious part. The worst part of it was afterwards. And I want you to pay close attention to the narcissism afterwards. There's only one thing worse that, that she did. There's only one thing worse that she could have did here. And I'll explain it. All right, so now she's back focused. You see, she's back focused. Oh, shit, I better get back on my job. Why? Because she got a reality check. And she probably feels dumb for saying what she was about to say. Was it important at the time? No. Now, the narcissism about this shit is them tiles don't need to really be held up at this moment. Now, I'm sure she, if she let them go, she might lose a tile or three. But... She did not apologize. She didn't apologize. At all. And he walked away instead of screaming at her because what he could have done was say, you crazy bitch, shut your trap while we're doing this. Because that's what he needed to tell her. But she would have been crying. Oh, my God. You didn't have to tell it like that. Well, on a construction site, that's what we tell people. All right, because if that was a man that did that, I would have cussed his ass out. But it, because there's a woman and his wife, he can't cuss her out. So only thing he can do is eat it and walk away. Because he would have ruined the entire thing by telling her what he wanted to really tell her. You stupid woman, close your mouth. Why you, why you yelling at me about this bullshit at this time? Then she didn't check on him, didn't apologize didn't say, I'm sorry, I'll stay on my game. You know what? Somebody else is better to be here. Nothing. Nothing. She offered no help, no assistance, no what? Empathy, nothing. Not only that, she didn't say, my fault, my bad. All right, I'll shut up. <laughs> nothing. I'm just telling you, man, this is narcissism. She going to blame him at the end of the day. She going to blame him. And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. She going to blame him for that. 
Let's play it now so you can see it in real time. What that's going to do holding it up now. I know we don't want to lose the tiles. It looks like there's already. So it looks like they already failed. They've already lost five tiles. If you notice the video, right? Look, they've already cracked five of them. So something's gone wrong already. She's useless here. You're in the way. There's three cracked tiles in the front and two in the back. So they've lost already 16% of their tiles already for whatever they're doing. She's useless. But if I tell you she's loose, her, she's useless, then I'm what? <laughs> okay. All right. I've already lost what? We've already lost 500 bucks already on this. That means our budget for this project, we're over, we're underwater. All right. So whatever rehab project we were going to do ourselves, we've already lost money. And not only that, she was going to tell him about it. And then she smashed his finger. So now we're incapable of completing the project because my hand is going to be in a sling. Right? <laughs> All right, but you want it to be, yeah, come on, man. She did giggle. Yep. She did giggle. All because she wanted to run her mouth. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. She giggles. <laughs> now we don't have a project. I don't have two opposable thumbs. And here's the funny thing. The only worst thing she could have done at that point was blame him. Because she did everything else. This is narcissism. Anybody that doesn't think this isn't, I don't know what to tell you, man. That that is the definition of it. All right, everything she did. And of course, if he, the only thing, that the thing is, if he would have yelled at her, then she would have been able to say, oh, wait. That's nasty. It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. Because then she would have been carrying on about how you yelled at her. And she would bring it up every goddamn week. Remember when you yelled at me? <laughs> Remember when we was outside and we dropped the whole thing and lost $500 and then put our project back? We lost all that money trying to rehab our house. Remember when we did that and you yelled at me? <laughs> Narcissism. This is when women claim they were abused. Oh, well, I was in an abusive relationship. Did he hit you? No, no, no. He never did that. Did he threaten to hit you? Not really. Okay, but what did he do? Well, he verbally abused me. Okay, uh, what did he do? When he walked in the house, he yelled at you. You were you were making uh you were making uh soup. You were making chicken noodle soup. He walked in, kicked in the door, and he called you all kind of ugly toads. Nah, he didn't do that. Oh, okay. Um well, how did he verbally abuse you? Well, that one night when I came at home to, at five in the morning after going out to the disco. Oh, wait, so you came home at 5 in the morning, and he yelled at you. The one time I didn't do what he thought I should do, <laughs> he yelled at me. And he wanted to talk about it. He wanted to talk about, because every time they want to talk, they want you to sit down and listen. Every time you want her to talk, you're emotionally abuser. Also, when you fucked up, he yelled at you. That's not yelling at you. That's not abuse. That's putting you back in line. <laughs> That's warning you. 
That's not emotional abuse. That's not verbal abuse. Verbal abuse is if I walked in the door and I just started yelling at you. <laughs> All right. Oh, you mean that time? Well, one day I smashed his thumbs and we lost about $1,500 on a project that we were going to save money on. And he yelled at me. And you mean he was holding you accountable? Accountable? <laughs> he was holding you accountable for the mistake you made that you didn't apologize for and you tried to blame him for you and you laughed at him and he yelled at you? That's not abuse. <laughs> that means he was trying to get your ass corrected and he thought you were a moron. <laughs> Where are we at? What are we doing? But we let people get away with this bullshit. Because they're narcissists. Straight up narcissism. Remember, part of the dark triad is that it says right here, psychopathy. Remember the video we just showed you? That's psychopathy. Meaning that psychopathy is characterized by continuous antisocial behavior or impulsivity. That woman was impulsive. She had to say what she had to say. I want to be heard. Smash his finger. Callous. Unemotional traits. We saw that in that clip and remorselessness. We saw that all in a 10-second clip. You know? It's crazy. And the millennials here. He said, no, that's abuse. Bitch ninja. Vicious. They just think because I yell at you, it's abuse. No, it ain't. <laughs> we got a lot of bitch ninjas in here. No, you're abusing me, Ninja. In order for me to yell at you, that means you probably abuse me first. <laughs> like, for instance, gaslighting. A person that is gaslit might respond by yelling. That means you abuse somebody and then they responded in kind to ab with abuse. I'm telling you, no, people do not want to take People do not want to take accountability for their actions. I swear to God. People do not want to take accountability for their actions. It's unbelievable. I don't know what's wrong with people. <laughs> I don't understand. You know full and goddamn well you're a narcissist, but let's continue. Unbelievable. Watch this. This is the conclusion to this episode right here. Right. Here's the conclusion. All right, here we go. This is, yeah, these are soft, soft ninjas. S-A-W-F-T. Soft, soft ninjas. I can't stand soft ninjas. S-A-W-F-T. Soft. We got some damn frosty freeze ninjas in here. <laughs> all right they will maintain no account they will i'm just not gonna be accountable and then wonder why you get yelled at oh i'm sorry yeah uh, not being accountable and being accountable for your actions is abuse i'm gonna just tell you that right now if you know you did wrong and you won't fess up and you just gonna continue to be like well no, no, no. that that's called abuse for you softies s-a-w-f-t soft some moist ninjas, soft serve ice cream ass ninjas.
It's crazy. Where you soft serve ninjas. You know what? I bet you you wrote letters to get out of physical education class. I bet you your mother wrote letters to get you out of physical education class because y'all was going to walk a mile. These type of ninjas. <laughs> right? As I'm saying soft, rubbing chapstick on my lips, but it's okay. Moist. And if that was a woman, swear to God, softies, limp-wristed, tampon, string, tangle up, up, wait. <laughs> All right. They was like, oh, we're doing a two-mile, we're doing a mile-and-a-half time test. Here's a note from my mother-ass ninja. I have asthma. You know, it started when these asthma attack having ninjas. I can't run the mild test. I have asthma. <laughs> talking with the girls on the side, because you know there was five girls that came with a note too. And now you talking to the girls using your mouthpiece. Man, I'm talking to the girls while I'm running a mile and a half in under seven minutes. <laughs> no pull-up, no push-up ninjas. Talking about soft. And they got they got breast, they got chesticles on their chest. It's absolutely crazy ass ninjas, man. I'll tell you. <laughs> anyway, talking about that's abuse. Then you ain't seen no abuse yet, these ninjas. All right, good lord. Let's 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 show you this. This is what they really think. This is the true form of the narcissism, right? This is the true part of the narcissism where they create the conflict. Remember this woman here where she she created the problem, right? The narcissist right here. Uh, where's she at? Where's the wife? No, no, no. This one. This one. She finds the problem. And then now she's like, oh, we're going to, what did she say? We're going to have a powwow and we're going to work through this conflict resolution. But she's the problem. She's creating the problem by counting beans. Now, what she believes is that you don't have no other option. And sometimes men, you don't. But I'm here to tell you, men, we're in the, we have the advantage. We have the advantage. Right? We have the advantage, meaning that we can find another her. She can't find another you. She thinks she can find another you, but we've already determined that that's not the case. They're struggling to find another you. Right? They're struggling. You have the advantage. You see this? They're all finding that, finding out that time where, wow, I thought I was just going to complain, get him to cooperate, but he cuffed his balls and he walked. A lot of guys are cuffing their balls and walking right off and say, oh, okay, all right, you, you figure your own shit out. So let's go ahead and play this clip here so you can see. Where you think you're going? I'm leaving you. One, you broke. Two, you can't never keep a job. And three, you don't know how to satisfy me. And take a good look because you'll never find another good woman like me. Uh-oh. What do you think? Yeah. See, this is what they don't understand. Ninja, you highly replaceable. You thought you was going to level up, level up. You thought everything that I had is in the bag packed to the left. You thought I wasn't going to find another you. 
He do look like Dame Lillard. Two dollar Dame Lillard. When you know, guys, your true value. Soon as they start balking like this woman, soon as they start pulling this, tell her to kick rocks. They always come back. If you have value, you should not be begging for that person to try to placate as you lose value trying to make her happy. Oh, you gone? Okay. All right. You going? I'm leaving you. One, you broke. Two, you can't never keep a job. And three, you don't know how to satisfy me. And take a good look, because you'll never find another good woman like me. <laughs> look. Oh, yeah? Oh, I'm sorry. What was you saying? See, she's playing the narcissist again. Let's go back to the definition. <laughs> let's go back to the definition. Grandiosity, pride, egotism, a lack of empathy. I don't got to do nothing for you. Oh, Machiavellianism, Machiavellianism, manipulation, exploitation. All right, here we go right here. A strategic focus on self-interest, uh, psychopathy, antisocial, impulsivity, impulsivity, selfishness, callous, remorselessness. Mm -hmm. You never, uh-huh. But uh, what she found out was, nah, yeah. That's so why you always keep them. You always keep that competition anxiety up. Of course, that's probably abuse too. <laughs> the realization, guys, you got to make them realize this. You got to make them realize this. You got to make them realize that, man, you're a special person to me. So I'm going to put you in a special position. But trust me, if you cross that line, I'm going to have to let you know. I'm going to have to let you know. I got way more value than you. Yes. I can find what I need faster than you will. Oh, I'll make more money without you than I ever can, could with you. There it is right there. All right. Uh, last one. Here's what it is. And take a look at this person here. I want you to listen. Okay. This is why they get in trouble. There's always a better nigga. There's always a better nigga. Say for me. There's always a better nigga. There's always a better nigga. Yeah, I mean, narcissism is their, it's their enemy. Like where? <laughs> like where? This is not true. I don't know you trying to manifest this, but it's sad to see them go down like this. It's sad to see, but of course, my narcissism tells me I don't like any, I, I like empathy. I like empathy in relationship to your, it's always a better ninja. Because what I'm going to be is, <laughs> all right, I'm going to have you looking like this. I'm always, I'm going to have you looking like this at the end of the day because I know I have the advantage. It's crazy. It's crazy. What is wrong with these people, man? Who's raising these people? Uh, if you feel like I contributed something to your day, please hit the like button. Feel free to contribute. And <laughs> if you think I made a mistake in this show, I might have made a mistake here and there. But, oh, it doesn't make me wrong. I was 100% right. I was batting a 1,000 in this bitch. We batting a 1,000. The narcissist is in me. Wow.
Good luck out here, ladies and gentlemen, man. This dating marketplace is absolutely crazy. Filled with a lot of people who need help. Yeah. They need help. Men, too. Men, you're not immune from this. Because if you have a little tamp Mitchness in you, and you ain't ready to be a man yet, all right, but you ready to talk about, and listen, I, 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 I placate you, but you talking to a man here. You, I ain't one of your little homeboys, all right, but you ain't ready to be a man yet, and you sitting around talking about the ways you being um, um, abused and or uh, racially objectified and or you ain't ready to be a man, and you ain't F definitely not in my echelon to have a discussion with me. Lee Smith says, so glad you listed off the narc traits. King of spades, shout out to you. He says, uh, uh, wait, Scott Gray says, coach, last weekend you, okay, I'm all the way behind. Hawk, I cry. Shout out to you. He says, 100. And the 304 detector says, big ups to the coach, actor Daniel Craig, a.k.a. James Bond, stated he will not leave his multi-million dollar fortune to his kids. I think he is Coach Gray. Yes. We're hearing a lot of parents saying that they're not leaving their fortune to their kids, and I agree. Now, however, I do want people to understand that these people probably have put their kids in a position to capitalize off of the life that they were given, all right? So I don't think kids should start over at 18 and have to grind and hustle. However, a good, honorable kid, one that honors their mother and father, their mother and father, and does not act in the spirit of rebellion, will more likely be able to capitalize off of the life that their parents provided them, not handing over fortune. All right, that's not what you do here. Ninja, you ain't inheriting shit in terms of financial money. But what you can do is you can parlay the opportunities your mother and father gave you. They probably gave you way more and and opportunities and value than they could ever give in money. And then you can become the person you need to be. But handing over money and because I, I knew a guy who waited for his parents to die. He's still waiting for his father to die to die. And he ain't had a standard job yet. But he's going to inherit a lot of money. So what he did was he said, well, why? Why try in life? It's crazy. It's crazy. Nah, kids ain't going to get the, you ain't going to get the bag, especially. And money is one of these things, man. Money is a tool. Okay. And I look at, I want to have as many tools as possible. Now, does the tools provide me value when I'm dead? No, but it does open up opportunities to be free, freer than the other, free, freer than most 90% of people in the world. But I'm not thinking, I saw a Mike Epps clip where he was like, oh, I don't care about all that because when I die, you know. And I was like, that's, a, that's not the right mindset because people who actually can make a difference don't have a mindset like that. So he's saying, I don't care about that and all that. Money can't do much for me but buy cars and shit like that. Well, the, what, you're, what you're leaving is you're, you're able to impact many people, not just your family, with this tool once you're gone. A lot of people do think about being immortal, immortalized, or making an impact, leaving society better than what you, when you when you were there. Okay, so instead of now, you're not going to push forward because money doesn't mean anything. It's it's weird. People have a weird relationship with money. Simply, money is a tool. There's no entitlement to money. Money is not evil. It's just a tool. 
and it allows other people to live a freer life than others. That's all. That's all. And if you're in debt, you will know. Do you feel free? Never. You have a mental handcuffs or shackles on your brain when you're in debt. You can't even relax. You can't even relax. Every time you spend money, you feel guilt. That's not free, right? And then just want to be free, but you being 20, 30, 50, $100,000 in debt. But then when you get your paycheck, you want to go buy some shoes, but you're like, damn, I can't really buy the shoes because I got debt. See, that's like, that's not freedom. People who have the tool can actually go, I can spend a portion of my check and splurge it frivolously and not think about this debt. Anyway, he said, Ninja, you ain't dead yet. Let's just think about that. But yeah, he says money is the root. He says, uh, back, bring back bartering for chickens and cows and wine and wives. <laughs> uh, the barter system is fantastic. Uh, the barter system has its limitations, though. Um, I actually was part of a community that bartered, meaning that it was a community I chose to be a part of, and their whole system was bartering. But there was a lot of manipulation in these communities, right? I chose to be in it. it they had a website, and they had it. they had it all figured out which there was no money exchange, right? Um, and what they were trying to avoid is, you know, kind of classism, manipulation. But there was tons of manipulation, tons. And what they would do is, like, for instance, they would have people that bartered services, and then they had other people bartering products. But that was hella manipulation because if you barter a service, you still have to exchange, you still have to exchange um you have to exchange mental, physical presence. There's, there's that there. But you barter a product, and then what happens is you just give the product up, and then and you might have got it from somebody else, and it was lower value, but you want to say, well, I don't have much. Here's a product. But you don't put no sweat equity in. Now I barter services. Now I got sweat equity. And I continue to do this over time, and then you just gave me a thing. So it's, 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 a, it's a weird thing. It's a weird thing. I understand what people are saying there, but bartering doesn't doesn't allow people to capitalize. It doesn't allow for it doesn't allow for a true free market. Yeah, some yeah, somebody's always going to manipulate the game. So never think that is going to be well. If we went to socialism or bartering, or I'll stay on the free market, ninja, and go hustle. <laughs> fuck, it. fuck it. I know I know how to do that. I'll take advantage of my hustle and then. Other people bother and sandbag on you. It's <laughs> like, what the fuck? I trust me. I've been a part of a community that did that. I didn't stay long. People were manipulating the shit out of me. Because what would happen is, as soon as I put up my service, because I was a service. As soon as I put up my service, here come everybody out of the woodworks. Offering me shit that I didn't need. Well, here's this and here's that. We could give you this, a VCR, a DVD. We could give you. It was never a service back. It was always some bullshit. You need this bike? You need some pins? You need a calendar? I'm like, man, Ninja, no. And then I had way more offers for my service than I could get back in exchange. I was like, man, service is not good for bartering. Not always. Just a sense here. Just a sense of understanding. Somebody says it talks about this in the Bible. He says somebody always going to hoard and try to gain an advantage. Always. So there's never a perfect system. Just... Just, just, just do what you got to do, Ninja. What you really need to do is if you can't compete, 
don't have a lot of wants. <laughs> if you can't compete, don't have a lot of wants. Get rid of your envy, jealousy, and shit like that. If you don't want to compete, stop wanting what everybody else has. That might help the situation, and that's under your control. That's under your control. So, Ninja, if you want to live down in the dirt, uh, walking barefoot and shit like that, don't come back to me and tell me I need to help you get to work. Nah, hell no. All right, anyway. <laughs> but uh, that's the only way around it. Ninja, stop being jealous and watching Ninja's pockets and or commit a crime. Ninja, I don't know what to tell you. Shout out to Ali E. Says, for the alternative monetization fund. Shout out to you. Uh, what do we got here? Dennis G says, always a week behind on videos. Just saw the snake. <laughs> All right, shout out to you. Wait, 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 wait. Pause. Pause, pause, pause. All right, let me see here. Did I get uh, Twin A? No, Lee Smith. No. Shout out to ETC Ready to Work, says Sub Coach. And the Coach Gang, Coach, you are too hilarious not to charge for this ish LOL Free agent lifestyle for life. At some point, I'll start earning. All right, but I'm doing this tap dance for free. Uh, Lee Smith says, ex-wife blocked me from hugging and comforting our daughter. Ex-exes think the kids are theirs. Ex-exes also amused by men's pain, which is a narcissistic trait. Free agent lifestyle for life. It's also a, a acknowledging that they're less than trait, right? We tend to, whoever we perceive as our authority, master, uh, people that are in a higher place in our society. You can tell when a person thinks they're lower when they laugh at the person that, that is ahead of them in pain. I'm going to give you some examples if you want to stick around. So when white people get hurt or they fall, trip, something happens with white people, black people who perceive themselves as lower than whites, they'll laugh at them. That tells me you automatically know you're lower than them. You're, you're acknowledging that. Now, another situation, a teacher, a teacher makes a mistake and writes the wrong thing on the board. The student will make fun of the teacher. But the teacher will rarely laugh, if at all, at the student when they make some mistakes. So you see the hierarchy. You see what happens. The teacher doesn't laugh when the student makes a mistake, but the student laughs when the teacher makes a mistake. When I was a coach, I would demonstrate something and I'd say, this is what I want you to do. If I made a mistake, they laugh at me. But if I laughed at the kids, the kids that I was coaching make a mistake, that wouldn't be fair. So that balance, that hierarchy is acknowledged, right? Same thing when men get hurt. Women laugh. <laughs> That's what happens. They're acknowledging the hierarchy. Now, when women make a mistake and men laugh, obviously then even men and women will say, why are you laughing at You see? Whoever's in the lower position laughs at whoever is in the higher position. They're acknowledging the hierarchy. When the wife gets hurt, husband doesn't laugh. He says, oh, what happened, honey? In reverse, husband gets hurt, wife laughs. You see what I mean? This is all a part of acknowledging the hierarchy. Who's in charge here? So anyway here. Yeah, man. That's right there. So anyway. Uh, twin A, thanks for the stream, coach. I realize I have developed a three dark triad trait. I have been trifling. He says, I have some trifling XXs in my life. 
and had to fight fire with fire. Now I'm black Avalian. Well, that happens when you paint. Paint. Pain does cause that. Pain does cause that. <laughs> Somebody says Robert Green mentioned that in one of his books. Shout out to you. It's amazing how much people tell me. They'll be like, this person said that. That person said that. But yeah, it's the powerful versus the powerless. It's the acknowledgement of class and hierarchy. Because um, if white people start walking around laughing when ninjas do d- dumb shit and they outwardly express this shit, which people do, but you can tell they're in pain. But uh, people, but but when they do that, you're like, why are you laughing? You're the oppressor. But the oppressed, the perceived pre- pre- oppressed, can laugh at the oppressor, if you will. Yeah, kids laugh when you make a mistake. At they're gonna laugh at dad. You get hurt, your kids are gonna laugh. If they get hurt and you laugh at them, boy, them tears are gonna be flowing. Shout out to Cali West Miami, the light skinned chick who got replaced by the woman in bed. Is the same one from the Breaking the Code video. Wow. Art imitates life. It's undeniable. Shout out to you. Shout out to you. All right. Uh, Reggie Jackson once said, people that matter don't boo. Or if you get booed, all right, that means you matter. (laughs) Right? Right. If they're not booing you, that means you don't matter. So, you know what I mean? It is what it is. And they also say, they also say, the loudest boos come from the cheap seats. The loudest boos come from the cheap seats. The most hate comes from, from the people way up in the 400. Or if you're in the L.A. Uh, football stadium, the 700 section. That's where the loudest boos are, but sometimes you can't even hear them way up there. JC says, Coach, I'm not soft no more. Shout out to you. S-A-F-S-A-W-F-T. Soft. So think about these things, man. And then, yeah, if you're not getting, if you're not getting hate, you ain't done nothing. You ain't done nothing if you ain't getting hate. But listen, hate is hate is legitimate and illegitimate. So if people are giving you attention, that's a part of it. What are we doing here? We're almost done with this show. I appreciate all the support. Yeah, people in row one, people down in the box seats, people in the suites, they don't boo. They didn't pay all that money to boo people. Right. They don't pay all that money to sit up there and boo people. And not only don't, do they not boo you from that section, from the front rows, the reason why they don't, another reason they don't boo is because you can wring their neck, right? We've seen NBA players do that. Ninjas booing from the 15th row. Sometimes the player goes in there and chokes them out. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not telling you they should. But the person can see you booing from that position. And you'd be like, oh, what? Okay, okay. <laughs> you got something to say? Say it in my face. It's a weird thing. Anyway. Oh, man. What we got here? Woof. He says, I'm the Tom Brady of demonetized accounts. That's a good one. You're right. I got as many rings as Tom Brady. Uh, where are we at here? Evolve Reed says, Coach, keep helping us men out here. When the blue chip book coming out. Boy, I mean, listen. That book, man, I can't wait. It's being developed. Being developed. Yep, Russell Westbrook, right? Shout out to Israel says, I had a 33-year-old single mother tell me she brings the vibes and don't cook, left her, and got me a childless 22-year-old. Facts, facts. What's the point? Like, I don't see the point in what that value is. I mean, that's a parasite. 
And ladies, there's a place for you if you're a lady that like doesn't cook or clean. I have a place for you. All we gonna be is uh all we gonna be is um all we gonna do is mate. Like I'll sleep with you. I'll keep you around. You might be able to hang out, but you ain't passing any level after that. You ain't passing no level. Ninja, you better wash some dishes or something. Like I'm kicking it with you and all we do is eat out at Uber Eat. Bitch, you're going to stay right there. That's where you're going to be. You ain't never been like, what's in your fridge that I can make? You ain't never been like, oh, what's in your pantry? All right, let me put something together. You ain't never been like, hey, let's go 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 to the market. Let's go to the halal market and get some chicken. You never, it's you going to be, you just going to be somebody I penetrate, snuggle buddies. That's it. <laughs> you just going to be coming off the bench. All right, all right, here we go. You ready? Come off the bench. Come on, come on, come, come, come hang out. Send your ass back. Ten toes up. All right, good. We good? Yep, good to see you. Good to see you. Bye-bye. Yeah, you can come on over. <laughs> you can come. That's about it. That's where it's going to end. Barbecue and beef steak. It's barbecue in there. <laughs> Van said, told y'all what to know. If I'm just lazy, I have two jobs for over a year to survive, which I'm grateful, even though I know all good things must come to an end. But in one of them, this is a long-ass poem. I have to write about 2K works on average, and it takes me a couple of hours. I haven't been able to do a lot of work as I would like and haven't been able to finish. Well, the problem is you're not passionate about it, so that doesn't help. He says, I don't think the hours even add up to eight hours, but I'm always tired after writing. You're not passionate about it. That's all. And he says, I feel stuck. You're not passionate about doing the work, right? You're young enough now to change direction to at least like what you do. Uh, and one more thing. He says, is it me? Am I the problem or I need long rest to re recharge? You don't like what you're doing. That's what you're doing. You don't like what you're doing because once you like what you're doing, it doesn't seem like work. However, once you like what you're doing, if you even if you double down and like what you're doing, it's going to become work. And then you're going to end up working more hours than you would. You would never count the hours if you like it. And then you'll realize, Ninja, I could be out here pounding the concrete and knocking on doors. Or I could be over here with a jackhammer. So I'm going to keep doing this at least I like it and it pays. So double down, triple down on that. Find those things when you're young. But even if you like what you're doing and you're passionate about it, it's going to turn into work. All right. But I don't count the hours that I do. But I'll tell you, I'll be working 12, 13, 14 hours a day. Some people won't even call what you do as work, which is really retarded. All right. But you'll be like, wow, you think only doing something you don't want to do is work. You think being chained to a desk is work. Or you think doing something laborious is work. No, I mean, it, it is, but don't devalue something else that somebody's found out to be able to earn from. Don't devalue that as not work. That's because that's certainly not true. What you would do is you would, you would change spots with that person in a nanosecond. If you, if you jackhammer in concrete and you laying down, you laying down, um, you laying down pavement in Homa, Louisiana in July, and you see a YouTuber making X amount of dollars doing live streaming, and you said what that person what, what did wasn't work, I bet you if you traded jobs, you trade on the spot. If I said, okay, all right, why don't you do this, and I'll go lay down tar in Homa, Louisiana in July, I bet you you switch. Okay. 
<laughs> you switch spots real quick. Where we at? You'd be like, okay. All right. So, but I thought it wasn't work. Same thing with celebrities. We can hate, hate, hate all we want. Man, they ain't doing no real job and making an impact. They ain't giving back. I bet you you do their job quick. Shout out to uh um Boris, or that's all we'll call you. All right. He says, thoughts on keeping women as friends. Why? Why? Anybody get, can you tell me a good reason why you would have a woman as a I do have several reasons why, but you better have a good goddamn reason as to why you keep a woman as a friend. <laughs> Now, if I was under 21, you know what I mean? And I had colleagues and people going to my class, study buddies. Why? I got to ask. All right. I got still a couple more here. Macaroni Tony says, Sean, word to mommy. You better plug that video you dropping or you drop this month. You better plug that video you dropped this morning. He says, you were wearing that polo and talking finances. Ninjas was clean as ish. I'm going to put it up so everybody can come see it. All right. He says, man, again, with the parallels, you get in surgical with it. He says, do you know how many times my players tried to clown me for not being able to dunk and make five threes in a row? Yep. And so they'll laugh at you. Right. And so, yeah, it's, it's just a thing that I I'm aware of. And, um, you know, I'm rarely laughing at people below me. Well. Maybe for comedy, but you know, the ridiculing is not necessarily. I'm mostly trying to make people aware of themselves, and sometimes I have to describe myself or describe them. But female friends, we guys got to understand what a friend is. Most people only need three friends. Three. Everybody else is a colleague, an associate, a networking partner. Not everybody's your friend. So if I have a female that is that I'm taught that I'm close with, they're probably not my friend. We probably have something in common, a common interest. Maybe we went to high school together. Maybe we slept together at one point. Odds are she will probably be in my life if I slept slept with her. If I never slept with her, she's probably not going to have much to offer to me unless it was a business partner, colleague, somebody that helps me network. But if she's just a person and she's like, hi, friend, and I never penetrated her, odds are I'm probably going to just be like, like she got no other value. I just want to catch up with you. <laughs> so associate, colleague, business partner, networking partner, somebody that you can, there's got to be reciprocity. Reciprocity. You got to have reciprocity, meaning that she's got to give something back to you. All right, she a babysitter. What does she do, bitch? What does she do? She a secretary? Like what? <laughs> she cook for you. She meal plan for you. What, what does she do back? Other than that, there, dude, there's three friends most. You're going to have three friends at a time. And they're just trying to get 444, 544 friends. Yeah, she's a friend with benefits. Okay, yeah, we can, okay. All right, but just to be a friend, like what? I don't. I ain't that lonely. I ain't that lonely. Like, there's got to be reciprocity, and you got to categorize the people in your life because not everybody in your life are friends. They're not. Some people are there to try to pray and pray on your downfall. He said, "Her daughter, cute." Yeah, man, ninja dude. Three friends, ninja. Three ride or die 
people at tops. You don't even need three. One might do it, possibly another one, just to keep that ninja in line. But most of the women in my life have a purpose. Like if there's no if there's no purpose she's giving me, I don't see no reason to 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 continue the association. I don't. Like and if our association was way in the past, like we slept together five years ago, the more we distance away from that, the less value I see needing to I'ma just be nice and cordial. <laughs> I'ma just be nice and cordial to you and might return a text message. Might. But yeah, Velvet Rope. This is going to be in my book. You are the VIP section. I'm the VIP section. All right. And there's a Velvet Rope. Whoever gets in that section must provide value to me. To stay in this section, you must keep providing value. Once you stop providing value, you're out of the section. Because this is a valuable section. Right. You can't get behind that VIP rope. That's just the bottom line. Like, like, that's how I treat my life. Like, I know what value I provide back. So if you come dishonest, like I'm, I'm at the point where people want to do collabs and shit like that. And I'm very good doing my own content on my other channels. I'd rather do that. And I'm not putting people down, but I'm getting a lot of offers and repeat offers from people, even big channels, big platforms. And I'm like, why? What? For what? Ninja, I could talk to myself if I want. Ninja something want me to just be somewhere talking and I ain't going to pay for it neither. Ninja. <laughs> I talk for like eight, 12 hours a day. You want me to go somewhere else and talk? Okay, pony up, mother sucker. Or drop that neck or have some girls ready when I get there. Like what? I'm not about to be there. Okay, we're going to have five girls. And, and what? Now what else? It's like I don't, get, I don't get what we're offering here. I don't get what I'm getting back. I must be getting something back. And I don't, if I'm getting nothing back, I don't see the YD associate. So anyway, it's, it's, it's one of those things that I'm finding more and more as I'm getting to a position in life of being recognized. I, you see the value in associating with me, but can I get value back from you? If I cannot, I will not. Somebody says you can't complain if your audience don't grow. Ninja, you don't need a lot of numbers. Come on, man. You chasing numbers, numbers don't matter. The only number that matter is the loyal support system that you got. The more numbers you get on this platform don't mean you got more supporters. You guys don't know how YouTube works. Going mainstream ain't the point. Some of the dopest MCs, some of the dopest basketball players did not go mainstream. And I've been, I've had the biggest viral moments on YouTube, and none of the audience grew. In fact, Andrew Tate had to finesse the system to grow. It wasn't because he was saying the best shit. It wasn't because he was right. It wasn't because he was the smartest. He literally had to finesse the system. Go with who's loyal, quality. I produce quality content with a group of quality people who support. If I had five times the audience, I would probably get the same result in likes. I would get the same result in income. Ninja, please. Mm. <laughs> right?
I want loyal. This is why I'm literally trying to get rid of Mitch's. I'm like, I don't want them. <laughs> I don't want them. Like they, they can, they can go. They bring in drama, headache. We even saw this on locals. We had that same problem on locals where it was a low entry, a low barrier entry, but we had a lot of Mitch's over there. And so what did I did? I said, we need to get rid of these Mitch's over on locals. So I had to boom. I had to raise the barrier entry. I wasn't greedy enough to go, well, I'll take his five bucks. I said, get rid of these $5 ninjas, <laughs> right? Get rid of them. I need only people that want to be here, not bringing a drama and bullshit. Talking about this goofy ass YouTuber said something about you. Nah, ninja. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. It is what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is, brothers. Know what you're looking for. Know what you want out of life. I'm not here to be popular. I'm not here to be popular. I'm not here to have a million. Now, if a million shows up, a million shows up. But I don't judge myself by if I got a million subs and all of that. Because I know my message is too hardcore to have a million subs. To have a million subs... You got to tiptoe around to have a million subs. You got to buy people to have a million subs. You got to pay for your attention. You got to pay podcasters to be there. That's how you got a million subs. You got to pay guys. Anybody who has a million subs pay for people to promote them. They pay to be on other people's podcasts. They didn't get a million subs because a million people found them. They did not And I'm giving you a blue chip. They did not. They paid to be here. They paid to be there. They kissed ass. They rubbed up. They did. That's how they got to a million. But they also got 500,000 haters in the same, in the same breath. They also got 500,000 haters. But my message ain't for that mass appeal. My message ain't for the mass appeal. I don't need five. I don't need a million people to do this. I need one person. I need one person to find this as valuable information and make themselves as much money as they can. And I ain't playing politics with these people. I ain't here to play politics, right? I ain't here to play. Every time some drama busts up, I ain't made one video. Every time these dramas, Pearly, uh, Admin Preach, Fresh and Fit, all of these dramas, Andrew take, I ain't made one video. Have you noticed? I could have made video week after week like all of these other people. Admin Press, Admin Preach said this to Fresh, and Fresh said this. I didn't make one. What did I do? I stayed on my message. Everybody else that grew in the last three years, they made 50 or 20, 20,000 drama videos. Have you noticed that? And that's, guess what? People went over there to watch them. Kevin Samuel said this, and Donovan Sharp said that, and Admin Preach said this. And Pearly said that. And Anton said this. I didn't make one. Because me, I'm the show. Bruh. I'm like, why would I make them a part of the damn show? Them ninjas ain't paying me. <laughs> they ain't paying me. Now, they got a couple of subscribers. Cool. They got a couple of subscribers. All right. But my message is the main event. 
not these other people. They ain't the main event. I'm the damn, I'm the show, right? But none of the people they got helping them out. And listen, whatever you whatever you bring to your channel is going to happen to you too. So if you gossiping about all these other people in your sphere, guess what's going to happen to you when you trip up? They're going to start making videos about you. So that gossip shit going to come back full circle. Now, I tend to talk about people that ain't in my sphere. So I'll talk about Steve Harvey. He ain't in my sphere. I'm not going to talk about Fresh and Fit. They're in my sphere. We can get on the phone and chop it up. I'm not going to just drop a video behind their back. All right. You guys got to understand, man, you only met you. You messing with the realest in here. You're, you're messing with the realest. A lot of people are perpetrating and faking and frauds. I ain't got no attention span for these people. <laughs> right. I ain't got no attention span for these people. It is what it is. And do what you need to do for your own personal YouTube AdSense check. Do what you got to do. But I'm just telling you how I operate and move. All right. And this is strategic. The numbers you see are strategic. Much of what I've gotten back, you know, my demonetization has to do with people that are in my sphere reporting my videos. It ain't the feminist. It ain't the softies. It's most of the people that are in my sphere that have brought me down or redirected me or brought hate. But anyway, I'm here for a long time. Not just a good time. My plan is long. So collabing is not a long-term plan. That's some short-term shit. <laughs> right? That's short-term thinking. I'd rather do this for five years to than to go down in flame in three. You get it? Ninjas, ninjas done done all the collabs. They didn't got the million subs, and then they struggling. They trying to stay, maintain, and float. Now that they pissed everybody off. That's not a strategy. <laughs> it is a strategy, but now you got to fight your way back. All right, but anyway. Anyway, I ain't watering my shit down so I can get to a mill. I'm not. I'm going to keep doing this. And if this audience stays the same, it stays the same because we got a loyal group here. All right, shout out to Nev, Nev Noel. He says, thoughts on gold and silver as a saving strategy. That's money mindset material right there. All right. It's money mindset. He says, who is, I can't say their names. <laughs> All right. Cause I'm not here to diss, but that was JC. All right. Oh, have you also noticed the same ninjas collabing six weeks later, six months later, they had each other's neck. Have you noticed that? All right. Have you noticed that everybody that's collabing six weeks later, they pissed at each other throwing darts. Have you noticed that? See, I'm not here to play games with people, right? I'm not here to be, you know, uh, uh, shaking hands, glad-handing, and then as soon as I turn my back, they drop a video on me. Have you noticed that shit? I'm not here for the drama. Y'all ninjas better grow up fast. Now, the people I need to collab with, they all got two and three million subs, <laughs> right? All right, anyway. <laughs> uh, shout out to Twin A. The quality of your audience is more important than the quantity. He says, no reason to grow 
when all you get is low quality followers. Exactly. Same thing with women. I learned a long time ago, leave the low quality women alone. My life will improve. Same thing as the viewer. If you're a low quality, why are we covering this? I don't need you. Please unsubscribe. Thank you. I'll watch the numbers drop real quick before I have people in my comment section like that. All right. You get it? Yeah. All right. Anyway, I think we're done. Shout out to the Coach Gay and shout out to all the supporters. We appreciate you. And one day I'll get a job. I'll get a job one day. And we out. See you later tonight. Peace.